Friday, you bastard. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and playthings, and at half past four, there came a young lady. She looked like a pretty young creature. She sat on the grass. She pulled up her dress and she showed them her ruffles and laces and white fluffy duck. She said she was learning a new way to bring up her children so they would not spit. While the boys in the barnyard were shoveling refuse and litter from yesterday's hut. While the girl in the meadow was rubbing her eyes at the fellow down by the dock. He looked like a man with a sizable home in the country with a big fence out front. If he asked her politely, she'd show him her little pet dog who was subject to fits. And maybe she'd let him grab hold of her small tender hands with a movement so quick. And then she'd bend over and suck on his candy so tasty made of butterscotch. And then he spread whipped cream all over her cookies that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, you can go f*** yourself. Amen. 10.02 at 5.60 WQM. Happy Friday, March 12th. We just missed the March 13th, uh, Friday 13th by a day. Oh, well. And the way things have been going, it's probably a, a good thing. Probably a dang good thing. Several factors on the Joe and Mark situation. I just want to chastise some of my uh, colleagues on QAM for two things. Number one, I don't find anything amusing about the fact these guys got canned and blown out. Number two, I don't take any uh, satisfaction in the fact that there are other people who are like, uh, kind of like vultures being dangled over waiting to be put in that slot. Because I think the Joe and Mark situation may just be revisited in days very near to come. And number two, you know, it's just amazing to me. And like I said yesterday about CNN with this Todd Bertuzzi hit on Steve Moore. Uh, the people on our radio station, Geldy excluded, and Geldy's been out sick or whatever the last two days. He's not even on. So if you take all the sports nerds on our station and put them together, what they know about hockey, you could stick in Greg Reed's Rectum. and have room for the Chinese army left over in there, okay? But all of these people, well, they all got an opinion, and Todd Bertuzzi, they would know Todd Bertuzzi from Todd Dreck. Absolutely. Okay? But certain people on the station Absolutely. who assiduously avoid hockey and think that it blows, all of a sudden got a big mouth. But a beep, but a boop, you know, they're experts. People, I watched more hockey in one night than the collected group taking Geldy aside, because he's not there the last couple of days, uh, the whole rest of the sports nerd group on that radio station in a year, because there's not one of them that watches one complete game in a single year. Am I right? Absolutely. In fact, I think George is uh, more on top of it, only because it rubbed off from this show. Well, so, I mean, he didn't want it to, but he couldn't control it. You know, he had no choice. 1,554 votes on yesterday's poll. Man, do I feel whipped up to a frenzy today. You know what? I just, I really do. Good. It's a good Friday. I do. Well, I'll give you whipped up to a frenzy with Jessica Beale. Yeah, well, she'll do it. Now, unfortunately, again, can, there are some ignorant people out there who would know Jessica Beale from Howard Beale. I'm as mad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Oh! So get yourself an education. Oh, well, before I do the poll, even, here's a little background. What I'm going to try to do each day when we have our sunshine girl behind the beaded curtain, it's behind the beaded curtain. You must be 18 to take a puke at it, okay? Don't be giving us no crap. You better be 18, and you better take a look at John Ascroft's puss, because he's watching. He's monitoring you. Anyway, Jessica Beale was born March 3rd, 1982, so she's 22 and 9 days. 
Perfect. Got it? Yeah. Huh? 22 years old and oh, nine days. Fresh. Oh, by the way. Yes? It's not Jennifer Beals, who's someone else on the L word, you know, famous and uh, has been in Did I say Jennifer Beals? No, no, but uh, when I was talking about her before, people were confusing Jessica Beale with Jennifer Beale. With Howard Beale? Yeah. She was born in Eli, Minnesota, raised in Boulder, Colorado. She's five foot eight. Her nickname is Jessie. Jessie Beale. Uh, it would seem natural for her to play the classic girl next door roles. However, the star began her career in teen model prints after being discovered at the 1994 IMTA convention, has struggled to break out of the confines of the good girl persona. Her breakthrough came when she was cast in Aaron Spelling's WB production, Seventh Heaven, as Mary Camden. Oh, that's Seventh Heaven. Man, oh man. There's something for everybody in that show. Although she gained considerable attention for her work on a show, she became increasingly frustrated with her role, blaming her saintly image for the loss of the leading role in American Beauty to Thora Birch. Feeling her character in the series was limiting her film career despite a role in the acclaimed drama Uli's Gold, Beale attempted to get out of her contract. When the producers refused, Beale turned to Gear magazine where she posed stark naked. Oh, no. The controversial cover and photo spread. Can I say spread? No. The photo... The controversial photo resulted in her leaving the TV series by mutual consent. Unfortunately, Beale's film career did not take off as quickly, only as she had hoped, and she frequently appears as a guest on 7th Heaven. And let's see, it goes on with a, a list of some of her, um, she excited and terrified moviegoers last fall with her portrayal of Leatherface's greatest nemesis to date as Aaron in New Line Productions' remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, having just finished refilming Blade Trinity in Vancouver with Wesley Snipes, Ryan Reynolds, and Chris Christopherson. She's recently transported her intensely cut and trained body of a vampire hunter killer to Australia to fill the uniform and project the integrity of one of the film's first female jet fighter pilots in Columbia Sony Pictures' new film, Stealth 2005. With Josh Lucas, Jamie Foxx, and Sam Shepard. Oh, my God. It just, her film career began at age 14 when she played alongside Peter Fonda in his Gold Globe-winning performance, Yulee's Gold. Other film credits include I'll Be Home for Christmas, The Summer Catch, Rules of Attraction, which is just fabulous, Summer Catch, uh, and uh, I just said that, and uh, Cellular. Did you say Catch? Catch. Okay. Summer Catch is what I said, okay? Catch rhymes with Patch hey. and Door Latch. Anyway, Natch. 1,500-plus <laughs> votes on the poll yesterday. What butchered word or phrase bugs you the most? Really, just frost your fat ass. Axe. Your fat axe. Let me ask you a question instead of ask. 766. There really, that, I mean, there's nothing even close. Let me ask you something. So anybody who's listening, no matter what your, uh, uh, where you're from, what your whole deal is, uh, stop saying that because people think you're stupid. When you say that. Absolutely. Let me ask you something. And we have people call on these shows all the time. Hey, I want to ask you a question. No, uh, if you want to ask me, I'm going to run like hell. Okay? Sounds like something from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is right. the devil. Leather right? Face. Leather puss. Axe, 766. Nuclear instead of nuclear, 220. And, of course, our esteemed president, President Dimwit, <laughs> he always says nuclear, 220. So those are the only ones in triple digits. Irregardless instead of regardless, 72. I could care less instead of I couldn't care less, 59. Especially instead of especially, 47. Oh, especially for you. Supposedly instead of supposedly, 35. Josh screwed up, though. He forgot to put on uh, subliminable on here. Oh, well. Let's do it again. Yeah. Realtor instead of realtor, 32. Shrimp, scrimp. <laughs> Instead of shrimp, thirty-two. See him. Miami, twenty-eight. Library, twenty-seven. Binus, as in monkey Binus, as in Greg Reed's monkey Binus. 
instead of business, 26. Splain. Let me explain something to you instead of explain 20. Ting. Oh, that's a Jamaican thing. I mean, that's a, that's a Jamaican ting. ting. Oh, I'm so glad we got that on there because that just drives me nuts and wild. Ting. Now, that ting, 19. Wit instead of with, as in getting jiggy with it, 18. Idea instead of idea. Now, with all due respect to the Kennedys, idea, 17. Jewelry instead of jewelry, 15. February instead of February, 15. Valentine's, I mean, only really stupid, stupid people would say Valentine's <laughs> yeah. Day with an M instead of an N, 13. Birthday instead of birthday, 12. Something, a hey, uh, something instead of something, 11. Across instead of across, like uh, the dog ran across the street, 10. Uh, mood or mood point instead of mood point, uh, 9. Spelt instead of spelled, 9. Did anybody ever tell you what spelt is? No. no. Well, what a bunch of losers. Roof, nine, instead of roof. Sandwich, nine. Toad, instead of told. I've been told a lot of crap. Six. Successful, instead of successful, five. Peripheral, instead of peripheral, four. Et cetera, instead of et cetera, et cetera. See, et cetera is something you take when you got a bad headache. Four. Mischievous, instead of mischievous, two. Probably, instead of probably, two. And throw, as in throw the ball, instead of throw, had one. That's pretty uh, interesting. Sold some good time. Sure, why not? Yeah. So it's a damn good thing you found that. Speaking of killing some good time, boy, do I have some, a uh, lot of stuff today. In fact, everybody at QAM just take their pants down, bend over, and Barry's gonna kiss your rectum right now. I know it's a little bit disgusting. It's obscene, especially some of us. There's some people at QAM you don't want to think of bending down and burying their rectum bottom, but Barry wants to licky licky all, uh, all of us. And does a hell of a job in a Herald today. WQAM, hello. Oh boy, I got on quick. Yes, sir. Uh, this is QAM. Yes, sir. Uh, I know this is kind of an accent, but the way they destroy coffee, coffee? the way the New Yorkers they say coffee yeah. instead of coffee. coffee. Good one. Thanks, Pally. Go have some coffee. Go to Starbucks and have some coffee. Enjoy. I don't like people who say enjoy. That that bothers me. Enjoy. Like, you know, he used to say that. Rick Alpo used to say that at yeah. the enjoy. IOD. How about if I'll asshole. enjoy it if I want to? No, but it's just, I don't know, it just sounds so silly, it's so gratuitous. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy. What is it? I mean, what does that mean? I'll enjoy it if I want to enjoy it, okay? I'll decide whether I'm going to enjoy it or not. Now let's see what you got. Enjoy. Here's the poll today, and I'm sure we'll get a whole bunch of others from the one we did, and that's okay, I don't care. Anything that goes some good time, because believe you me, under the present circumstances, we're just here even more so than ever before for the cash. Just give us the check, thank you, and uh, that's it. All of the rest is just phony baloney. We're not here to entertain. We're not here to amuse you. We're, we're just uh, doing the best we can under impossible circumstances. And let me just tell all you Democrats out there, congratulations on a magnificent job yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the House, 391 to 22 on the indecency bill in the House of Representatives. It passed with flying colors. I mean, 391 to 22. 22 Americans in the House of Representatives out of 435 got the balls to stand up to this fascism that's going on. Oh, no, the Democrats won't let them do this. Right. They're rolling over uh, faster than screw in. Here's the poll for today. What do you think was the best remake of a hit song? I like that. I mean, they probably won't like it because they always hate my music, but it doesn't have to be my music or your music or anyone they like. I'm talking about taste. Right. I only put three on here to start. Locomotion by Grand Funk Railroad. Locomotion by Kylie Minogue, which we played a little yesterday. And Sea of Love by the Honey Drippers, originally by Phil Phillips, which was much better, but nevertheless. That's just to get it started. Right. I put um, Blinded by the Light on there. 
Manfred Mann. Manfred Mann as opposed to Bruce Springsteen. Bruce. Yeah. Blinded by the Blight. Have you ever heard his version of it? Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Well, you don't understand the question. What do you think was the best remake of a hit song? Well, there you go. That's Springsteen did it first? Yeah, he wrote it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, and it's caca. But that's a long time ago. That's an old song, Manfred's Man. Anyway, 10.13, let's uh, get moving here. We've got a lot of fish to fry. Hey, all you horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park Racing and Card Room has got the gambling action you'll be looking for. Just a half mile from both I-95 and the Florida Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to, and best of all, Pompano Park features free admission and free general parking every single day of your life. Live harness racing in the poker room is open every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday like tonight and tomorrow. Poker starts at noon, goes on till midnight, all you old cockers out there. And live racing gets underway nightly at 7.05, including tonight. Every Monday night, there's a two-for-twenty-five-dollar dinner special, outstanding food in the top of the park restaurant on the sixth floor. Every Wednesday night is dollar night for draft beer, sodas, hot dogs, and more. Every Thursday is ladies' night with two-for-one drink specials for the ladies. And also, every night on the fourth floor players' room, there's a $7.95 plated dinner special. Every live racing night this week is our Lucaya week at Pompano Park. In honor of the Isle of Capri's newest casino, our Lucaya on Grand Bahama Island, they're going to be giving away five trips for two, including airfare from Fort Lauderdale, a two-night stay at the Sheraton Hotel, and golf for two. Plus, each night, five other winners will get tickets for two on the newest high-speed ferry, the Cat, that sails daily to Grand Bahama Island from Port Everglades. So plunge your guts out, maybe get even extra lucky, win one of them prizes at Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. Don't forget great simulcasting every day, too, starting at noon, seven days a week. For the race schedule, call 954-972-2000 or go on the web at pompanopark.com. Don't forget, post time tonight, 7.05 at Pompino Park. Give uh, Fat Rich a big high five for us. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Oh, were you drudge packing? Yes. And here's to you, Mr. Garfunkel. Troopers found some pot in your limo. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. God bless you, please, Mr. Garfunkel. There's a hefty fine that you will pay. Yo, 100 bucks! Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Now you have a criminal record in our police files. In rehab, you could learn to help yourself. Look around you, all you see are dilated eyes. If you're getting stoned, do it in your own home. And here's to you, Mr. Garfunkel. Smoking ganja even though you're old. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God bless you, please, Mr. Garfunkel. Paul Simon hopes you're not locked away. Hey, hey, hey. Oi. Hey, hey, hey. 10.18 at 5.60. Oh, yeah, this one had a little pot, and that one had a little pot, and this one had a, uh, a pin joint. Oh, come on already. Grow up, America. It's all part of the same syndrome, the same childish juvenile syndrome. When you people going to grow up? Oh, the land of the free. Yeah, when the hell was that? I must have missed that. Barry, Jack, I better take a couple of calls before I get into all this heavy-duty stuff here because there's so much stuff being written. we got a whole pile of faxes here about Joe and Mark. There's stuff being written, of course, about the new, uh, the Fourth Reich, which is uh, taking away all of our freedoms, one by each. WQAM, hello. Yes, I'm Neil P. Yes, sir, speaking. 
Yes, Neil. I would like to put one on your poll. Go ahead. Uh, Whitney Houston, I would always love you. I will always love you. Whitney Houston, you got it? Yes, that's it. All right, thanks, Tommy. You too. You got it? We got it. I got it. Who did the original? Who did the original? I don't know. Well, who's uh, on first? I didn't know there was a other one. Well, we should probably ask him, shouldn't we? We could have. Should have. I mean, the way you said it, so confident, I assumed that you would uh, tell me. The way I said it? Right. You said, sure. I will always love you, Whitney Houston. I beg your pardon? I'm not going to argue with these people. Did you say you're not going to argue with dark people? Is that what you just said? With these people. These and them and those? Yes. Well, shame on you, man. What is wrong with you? CDs? Um, Well, I'm looking it up. I'm trying, but I'm not. uh, There's a problem here. Record title. I will always love you. I'm not. I can't even find the eyes. I find the nose. Let's see. I, 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 I. If I've got a tiger by the tail. This is a. Why did we even start this? You know, whose idea was this? Anyway. Caller. <laughs> I will always love you. Uh, I will buy you a new life. Ever clear. I will always love you by Whitney Houston. I don't know anybody else done that song. Me either. So what he's talking about? I don't care. I should have asked him. So five six seven zero five. What? So we're not going to put that on. Of there. course we're not going to put it on. There's no uh, remake. Maybe he just likes it. I guess. I don't know. Maybe he likes all that caterwauling. WQAM. Hello. Hey. Yes, sir. George? No, it's Neil. Hey, Neil, speak to George? Is... Yes. Hang on, let me turn this down. Please. Neil Rogers? Neil Rogers, that's my name. Okay. Um, I have something for the, uh, the poll yesterday. Couldn't get through. Yeah. Um, the most uh, commonly used redundant phrase in the history of the English language is... Yes, sir? Um, <clears throat> the reason why. The, the word why being, of course, redundant. Right. And every every newscaster uses it. Um, every sportscaster... They do? Every sportscaster uses it, and it's annoying as hell. Well, leave out the... Why? Exactly. Well said, Pally. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Leave out the... Why? You might want to eat at the... Why? Or they got a blue plate special this month, I'm hearing. But do not uh, put the uh, reason why. The reason being, it don't belong there. That's a good one. WQAM, hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, Just a couple of things. I... I personally have never heard of some something called spelt, uh, other than used incorrectly. Uh, mm-hmm. Smelt, yes. Fish. Right. Spelt the, is a... The name, a... I tried calling, but the name that, that bothered me the most, uh, somebody thinks it's a name, Amphrony. Oh, Amphrony, yeah. Oh, you know something, that's another good bill. We'll do that poll one day next week. Names, ridiculous names that just bug the hell out of you, right? Amphony is clearly uh, Anthony, right? And we already uh, we've revisited. Well, let's revisit it over and over again. Yeah, but who are we to tell them what the name? Uh... To tell them those people, peoples. Hmm. Yeah. What Anthony? It's yeah. not Anthony. It's Anthony. Okay. Get the honey, Anthony. Not Anthony. Oh, and guess who uh, was denied? Uh, he doesn't have a proper visa. Lawrence Phillips. And mommy says, "Oh, they're picking on Lawrence Phillips <laughs> to come back to Canada so we can show up for his court appearance." How many court appearances has Lawrence Phillips got this month pending? About 30, man. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Let's see. Here's one. It says, I'd like to add a song to your list. The remake of Donna Summer's I Feel Love by the Blue Man Group featuring Venus Hum. What? Okay. I'm the sure Blue Man well. Group? Yeah. They're performance the artists. The... They uh, they live in Vegas. They're performance artists. Well, there you go. There's one. Boy, I'm telling you. We never got this fax. They sent it yesterday, they say, but we didn't get it. So, anyway... 
cause for because, cause, yeah, as in like like Afro Man, cause I was high, which of course we can't play that anymore. Well, uh, well, we can play that careful. first line. Oh yeah. Well, another blunt. Okay, that's all you're ever gonna hear of that. No more. Uh, paddock, paddockly for particularly, paddockly. Okay. Paddockly. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing we're done with this. Yeah. Let's see, spelt. Middle English from Old English uh, from uh, no this this is not uh, you're wrong that's not it I mean that's another definition uh, chiefly British past and past participle of spell the British actually say spelt can you believe that what a bunch of dodo birds man the British say spelt yeah I spelt it wrong oh God how about if you smelt it wrong yeah, smell this. Good God, those silly Brits. That's where our problem comes from, that whole puritanical stuff, you know? Queen yeah. Victoria, all of those other queens. That's where the American problem, we're, uh, we're going backward in time. We're revisiting our ugly past. I'll get to that uh, Barry Jackass thing. Let me say it again, Barry. Everybody in the station's got their pants down around their ankles waiting for the big kiss. Rectum. Oh, man, what a job. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I've got one. Listen, the people that run around saying "alls you got to do," alls you got, yeah, alls you got. And and, and get, I'm gonna go get me some. <laughs> yeah, me too. Maybe a little bit later. Thanks. <laughs> Are we dumb or what? Huh? Absolutely. Yeah, as dumb as we want to be. How do you like yeah, that? I'm proud right. of it. Right. I think we ought to start being proud of being dumb. Why the hell be smart like Let's Fredo? The, go with what it did for Fredo, huh? Yeah, he went fishing too many Hail Marys, Fredo, or maybe it was one too, uh, too few. If he would have said one more Hail Mary, the wicked hand of the Virgin Mary would have come s just swooping in there and blocked them bullets. Damn it. Now that I think of it, was there one bullet or more than one bullet? I think it was just one to the back of the head. That's what I thought. I'll have to watch it again. And Michael was pacing inside, looking out the window. Five six seven oh five sixty. We got Barry Jackass. We got uh, Jim Sarney who wants Joe and Mark back. Jim Sarney says, "Free Joe and Mark." Oh, nice going, Jim. I'm starting to like Jim Sarney a little bit because he's not on the payroll. I mean, we got the uh, you know newspaper people on the payroll, right? Yeah, yeah they might a like story, story like that. that yeah. yeah, but unfortunately for us, Jim Sarney ain't on the QM payroll like Barry Jackass. He's not just a mouthpiece for Greg Reed, so he actually writes his opinion once in a while. Nice going, Jim. Free Joe and Mark. We'll get to that. We got Tom Jick who has some more comments about Howard the Sternmeister. In fact, speaking of Howard Stern, he threatened to quit if Bush signs the indecency bill, which passed 391 to 22 in the House yesterday, and now the Senate's got to figure that out. And believe you me, uh, Bush will sign it. He had a call on the show yesterday from Congressman Gary Ackerman, said uh, that Bush would not sign the bill. Well, Gary, I hate to break the news to you, he's foaming at the mouth waiting to sign it. He's got the pen ready right now. He's got that old, uh, not the ballpoint pen, he's got that old ink pen. You know the one that with the big thing on it? The ball? The quill. Oh. He's got one of those out. That's right. That's how excited he is getting ready to sign that, so they can take it all of us off the air. That's right. Hello, have a nice day, and then we play some nice soothing music. That if that's what they want. You know, just like just like Mandich. No, seriously, because I it's all about money now. I, I'm just uh, If he wants me to sing God bless America and pasties and a G string up here, I'll do it. Amen. Just uh, sign them checks, make sure they clear the bank like the one that showed up on Wednesday, and that's it. Everything's just fine. You know what I mean? Oh, we're fine. Right, because you can't fight City Hall. But if you do want to fight City Hall, you can go to neilrogers.com, and there's a, a neat thing on there that Eric put on there from somebody else. I don't know who we got that from, KCJJ. Oh, that's that station in Iowa, right? Yes, it is. 
Oh, their free speech-a-thon that went on yesterday, and there's a list of um, addresses and fax numbers and phone numbers for people who are pissed off to call. And I forgot what the hell the KCJJ thing was, even though I'm the one who discovered it. But at any rate, too bad they're the only ones doing it, and the rest of America is like, like that, rolling over, just like all your good Democrats there in the House, even though they're outnumbered. 22 dissenting votes on that obscenity bill? That's obscene. That goes to show you we haven't got a Chinaman's chance. 27 after 10 at 560, WQM Dial Mattress knows nothing is more important than the safety of your family. Unfortunately, thousands of Americans die every year in home fires involving mattresses. A common myth is that these are careless cigarette smokers. Statistics, however, reveal that the vast majority of these fires are started by kids playing with matches. CERTA now offers a new line of fire retardant mattresses called Fire Blocker to dramatically slow the spread of fires and give families critical time to escape. They're also more comfortable, durable, and supportive than ever, so you won't sacrifice comfort for safety. According to new regulations, all new mattresses will be fire retardant within a year. Until then, CERTA is the only major brand exceeding this fire safety standard now, today. Dollar Mattress is the only retailer who can deliver a new CERTA fire blocker to you today. So call that toll-free number like I've been doing for years for a same-day delivery. It's a piece of cake. Call 1-800-MATTRESS. Dollar Mattress has got CERTA fire blocker in the traditional double-sided design, so you get two beds for the price of one with double the protection. Dollar Mattress takes your family's safety seriously. You ought to be doing the same, and Dollar Mattress is proud to be among the nation's first retailers to offer this new line of fire blocker mattresses. So just stick your finger in that hole and dial 1-800-MATTRESS. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or check them out online at mattress.com. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM. to be camping, Raymond, and such a beautiful night. I love nature. Except when it stops. You're constipated? Here, try Philip's chocolate cream chew. Hi, my name's Philip. You sure got a pretty mile. Mmm. Tastes great. Unlike many overnight laxatives, Phillips chocolate cream chews are stimulant-free. They're so natural. They work more naturally with your body for comfortable, cramp-free relief. Well, that thing. Feeling better this morning, Raymond? Whoa. Phillips, comfortable, cramp-free relief. 1032 at 560 WQM. Now, here's one I don't get. It says, all along the Watchtower, written by Bob Dylan, performed by the Jimi Hendrix Experience, which we know that, but what's the remake? Did Bob Dylan sing it first? Not that I know of. Well, neither do I. Oh, no, I don't think so. This couldn't be one of those cases where they don't understand the question again. They it? definitely don't understand the question. We're not talking about a song that somebody wrote. Like, for example, Love Will Keep Us Together by uh, The Captain and Shlomila was written by uh, Neil Sedaka. I mean, the fact that he wrote it, and, of course, there's some album he did. You know, he sang it himself. But that, that's they don't get it. In other words, here's the deal. What do you think was the best remake of a hit song? See, there's the operative phrase of a hit song. In other words, a song that was a hit the first time, and then somebody came along and redone it. Did Neil Sedaka, I mean, I'm just using that as an example, did he have a hit on Love Will Keep Us Together? No. no. Good example. Good example. Excellent. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> UCF Kennedy says, F the FCC, to which we say amen. And then he says, uh, being in the uh, title business, I come across these expressions every day, or words, affidavit, and as opposed to affidavit, and statue of limitations as opposed to statute of limitations. Those are two excellent ones, UCF. Kenny, thank you so much. Betty, very much. Now, here we go. Here's a couple that actually are legitimate, I think. Uh, it's going to take a lot of love. Nicolette Larson, 1979, the original by Neil Young. Okay. <coughs> right? Right. Until There Was You, The Beatles in 1963, the original by the unctuous homophobic Anita Bryant, 1959. Go squeeze those oranges, honey. Till there was you. Not one of the Beatles' best-known songs, but it, you know, yeah. da, 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 it was it was all right. 
I'll give it about a two and a half. WQAM, hello. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to talk to Neil. Speaking. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Um, that I Will Always Love You, I think, was originally done by Dolly Parton. We got like five faxes on it. On the really? Media, yeah. Okay. Really? Well, whomever. Okay. And I wanted to add the other thing. My wife says aggravated instead of aggravated. Drives aggravated? Yeah. Well, slap around a little bit. Okay, thanks. Okay. 5670560, then she'll be aggravated. Pound 560 on a Now, see, that's terrible. Don't be saying stuff like that. Don't really slap around too much. Just a little tiny bit. Give her a tongue lashing. There you go. Oh, uh-uh. Oh, oh. See, there we go again, Josh. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Yes, Neil. This is, uh, I call with the song Whitney Houston. I believe right. Dolly Parton sang it first. Dolly Parton's I Will yes. Always Love You uh, did it first. Okay. Okay, you got to come. 45 faxes saying the same. Thanks, Pally. All right. Okay. Don't do it again. Okay, so it is legit. Dolly Parton sang it first, and, of course, uh, that must have been big. i got to yeah. play that. got to play a little bit of that locomotion again after the break. Just a little okay. tiny bit. I love Kylie Minogue. I'd like to. You don't like Kylie Minogue? That's a joke. I'd like to love her. Get it? I know that, but, I mean, it's just, uh, you I, I know. I get hurt from we, that. We give that. Ah, 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 Jesus Christ Almighty, man. Jesus Christ. I guess I can cancel all my vacations from now on. <laughs> Good God Almighty. Here we go. Just a little tiny uh, taste. Oh, see, now I'm doing it. <laughs> Cut it out. Now, you know who else did that? Casey and the Sunshine Band, and who else? Oh, now i got to look. Why did I do this today? This is Friday, and I'm uh, making too much work for myself. Casey and the Sunshine Band. You remember that? We used to play that on IOD with some, uh, some uh, broad. Okay, here it is. Uh, but it wasn't a hit. Damn it. You don't remember that? Yeah, I do. I just don't remember the broad. It wasn't Ah, jeez. Uh, and if I look up locomotion, it won't be in there because it wasn't a hit. So at any rate, uh, that's another example. Cocaine by Eric Clapton. Who did the original? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Better not be wrong about that, Rich. Is that Rich Pactor? Yeah. Can't you tell him the big fat peas? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's there's nobody else listed about cocaine. I don't know. I never heard of it by anybody else. Well, then he'll have to fax us again. See, if you're going to send us a fax, give us the facts, okay? Just In other words, fact. if it's a remake, then tell us who did it the first. Or if they or if they did it first and somebody else redone it, let us uh, give us the information, okay? If, you if for no other reason. No it's the Pactor Factor. I hear he wears lots of Max Factors. So, like, I, what just happened? I ran out of paper. Okay. <laughs> Well, 
reason that happened is because you just sent me 75,000 faxes here. Dolly Parton, first thing, I will always love you. Okay, okay, okay. And then Whitney Houston afterward. Parton admitted Whitney's version was better. Spelt is a word, past tense of spell. Yeah, but not in English, is it? I mean, American English? I think that's a joke. No. No, it's not a joke. It is the past tense of spell in England, says Lloyd. Ah, Believer. Ex-pastor targeted by IRS. I don't have time for that stuff now. I'll put it in the bottom of my pile. i got too many big fish to frankly. Barry Jackass uh, just kisses us all over the place. Boy, I wonder how much Greg paid him for that. Wow. Woo. Greg in Miami, not Greg Reed, thank goodness, says Eminem's remake of Aerosmith, Sing for a Moment. Okay. Okay. Aerosmith, Sing for a Moment. I'll take your word for it. Well, you ever hear? I never heard of such a song. Did you? Nope. You, you know either, that song? By either party. <laughs> I mean, I know a little bit about Aerosmith. I don't know what the name of the drummer is, but I do know a little bit. Uh, what is the name of the song? Sing for a moment. No. See, first hum, of all, let's hum for a moment. I think he's talking mm, about Dream On. Maybe. Dream On is Sing for a Moment. <sighs> And did Eminem, Eminem do that? Eminem did Dream On? Yeah, he did. He uh, remade the Aerosmith song. Now, what did you just say? He, he remade yes, some yes, he song? Did. He did. Yeah. He kind of trailed off there. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to say he's not quite sure of his facts, but nevertheless, sing for a moment. Well, what does that mean, sing for a moment? What is that? As opposed to singing for a long time. Oh, okay. Okay. Like that? Ah, yes. Okay, so let's put Dream On by uh, Eminem. See what we're doing if uh, we're... Okay, we're doing it right. Put in parentheses the original one and uh, whoever... Or no. No, we're just putting the name of the song and whoever the did the remake. They don't okay, know the original. Sorry. Woo! Okay, here's an idea for a poll. If President Bush had a campaign song, what would it be? Maybe Head Games by Foreigner, War Pigs by Sabbath, Live and Let Die by McCartney. That's cute. Thank God for the bomb by Ozzy. That's cute, Jim. We'll uh, put that in the bottom of my poll, poll, pile. I think we cut. We just got too much going on here all at one time. Dolly Parton. That yeah, we know. Stop. Why are you faxing me these? Jesus. Because no, they say something else besides. They do. It says um, for best little whorehouse in Texas is what she done. I will always love you. Well, good for her. Uh, why don't we go Carol King's version of "You've Got a Friend" outdone by the James Taylor version? Oh, do I hate James Taylor or what? Yes. Oh. What? Now, didn't she write that? Uh, I'm thinking, yeah, because she wrote, like, a lot. A lot of stuff. At any rate, that's good. Uh, James Taylor, you got a friend. Or, now, which one was first? Look at, I don't know. Oh, I'm sure no. I hate this. I just got, I'm so sorry that I did this. You've, uh, you've got a big, fat, let's say, you're friend. 16. Uh, you've got me running. I got the runs. <laughs> Gene Cotton. You've got a friend, James Taylor, 71. And Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway, uh, 71, but um, later on, I guess. I, I don't know. And she says, Carol King? I think maybe Carol King wrote it. I, I don't know. I, I just, I'm so confused now. I don't so know whether to scream uh, or eat your kid banana. Yeah, put, put them on there if you want, and if not, I'll leave it up to you guys. Okay, do whatever you want. Okay, let's see. Two more for the pool. MacArthur Park, Donna Summer, the original version, of course, Richard Harris. That's sure. a good one. Sure. MacArthur Park by Donna Summer. Live and Let Die. Runs huh. and Roses, originally Paul McCartney Wings. Oh. Right. Don and Kurt in Fort Lauderdale. Thanks, guys. 
The Whitney Houston song is a remake of Dolly Parton's song she wrote in How About for Greatest Remakes, Jimi Hendrix All Along the Watchtower. <laughs> and Guns N' Roses' Knocking on Heaven's Door, both Dylan songs. But were they hits for Bob Dylan? I guess there's only one way to f uh, figure it out, okay? Yeah. Let's look up frickin' Bob Dylan. Okay. Bob Dylan. All right, here you go. Subterranean homesick blues like a Rolling Stone. Positively, Fourth Street, Rain Day, Women 1 and 2. I just want you, just like a woman. Lay, Lady, Lay. George Jackson. I'm laying, Lady. Uh, George Jackson, knocking on Heaven's Door. Here, well, that one's good, knocking on Heaven's Door. Got it. Guns N' Roses. Okay. Uh, Tangle Up, uh, not the other one. Not Along the Watchtower. I mean, he may have had it on an album somewhere. He may have sang it like in a bar in a drunken stupor somewhere, but it would no hit. 10.42 at 5.60, you're confused, Station, and believe me, we're correct when we say that, QAM. Live and local, this is 5.60. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Well, he went on TV and he talked to Tim Russert. Says that he's gonna get into the race. John Kerry's crying, George W's smiling, Ralph Nader keeps getting right up in their face. <laughs> oh, Ralph Nader keeps on running, Democratic Party is really bumming again. Oh, Ralph Nader keeps on running, GOP can see the victory coming again. Oh, Ralph Nader keeps on spoiling, Democrats blood gonna keep on boiling again. Gonna make everyone rap Nate is gonna make everyone uptight. Well, he can't get elected, but the outcome's affected. Trump. Oh, Ralph Nader keeps on running. Democratic Party is really bumming again. Oh, Ralph Nader keeps on running. Ten forty-seven at five sixty WQM. Very jackass. The mouthpiece for WQM and Greg Reed. I think it's Greg Reed's illegitimate son. Writes in the Herald today. One station walks on air. It has been a thoroughly uneventful eleven days at the WQM Zoo, unless of course you count Hank Goldberg's hiatus, the parking lot incident that led to it, four firings, rumors of a Howard Stern pursuit, and a scandal involving pictures of WQM hosts Mark Eisenberg and Joe Castello with naked women popping up on the internet. But you know what? No matter what controversy and misfortune befalls WQAM, Fox Sports Radio 940 never capitalizes. And even though local businessman Carl Foster insists he's close to finalizing a deal with ESPN Radio to bring a third all-sports station to the Miami-Fort Lauderdale market, keep this in mind. Nobody has legitimately challenged WQAM yet, and I'm beginning to think it's never going to happen despite the nuttiness that goes on there. Oh, WQM has had challengers, but they've been half-hearted at best. First, there was Tony Kalatayud's ill-fated and ill-financed 1700 The Fan, which couldn't lure rights to any of the local teams and switched to Spanish religious programming. Then, WRFX 940 came along, but parent company Clear Channel, the only local pro team, the Heat was so unimpressed, it insisted its games air on sister station WIOD, which otherwise doesn't carry sports. WRFX has talked a good game, but don't be fooled, its priority is making money. That explains the cheap syndicated lineup that features only two hours a day hosted by an actual employee, Jorge Sedano. Like his supermarkets, though. 
Your preoccupation with the bottom line is why WRFX sold its morning show to Foster until January and now simulcast Dan Saleo's show for out of Orlando during that day part. Just as Sedano was beginning to develop a following, WRFX sold its valuable 3 to 6 p.m. block to the highest bidder, Zeta personality Greg LaMega, and former WRFX morning co-host John Wiener, Stu Gatz. They begin Monday and will face long odds in drawing listeners from Jim Mandich and Goldberg, who returned to the year on Tuesday. Stu Gatz. Nothing against LaMega and Wiener, but it's difficult to take an all-sports station seriously when it doesn't even use its own employees for the key afternoon drive time. Sedano was good enough to be hired by Fox Sports Radio for a weekly national show, but apparently did not uh, was not valued enough by his bosses to get the 3 to 6 slot at 9.40. Instead, he's been relegated to the 6 to 8 p.m. slot, which is difficult to understand. WRFX could have made a splash by hiring former Dolphin linebacker Brian Cox, who impressed as a rookie studio analyst on ESPN2 last season and has expressed interest in doing a talk show locally, or WRFX could have made a run at WQM's Orlando Al Zagari, the big oh! whose uh, opinionated and well-prepared. But those options would have been costly. <laughs> Since it's not my checkbook, I can't blame Cheap Channel for wanting to make a buck. But don't let the WRFX folks suggest they're a serious challenger to WQM, writes Barry. Until they acquire rights to a local team, hire an announcer with any real name recognition, and stop selling airtime to people off the street, they're not going to make much of a dent. People off the street, don't you love that? Oh, yeah. Wow. That poor Stu Gotts. In the most recent ratings book, WQM ranked 17th among all listeners 6 a.m. to midnight with a 2.6 share. Very embarrassing. And WRFX was tied for 31st with a 0.5. That's an oh! 0.5. In the coveted male 2554 demographic, WQM was third with a 4.8, while WRFX was 25th with a oh! 0.8. In the meantime, Foster said yesterday he's finalized contract with investors whom he declined to identify as well as ESPN Radio to create a third all-sports station in the market. But it won't be definite until Foster strikes a deal with local station, perhaps Waxy 790, which I thought that happened like weeks ago. Uh. The station would carry a mix of local and ESPN radio programming, including Dan Patrick's 1 to 4 p.m. show. Oh, God, how can we handle that? All the while, WQM general manager Greg Reed can sit back and laugh <laughs> as he mulls a run at Stern's morning show. Is he uh, mulling a uh, run at Stern's? No. No. No matter what happens at this station, the Scott Farrell disaster, the pictures on the Internet scandal, WQM remains the market's 800-pound sports gorilla with big-name hosts, three of the market's pro teams, and the University of Miami. Try as it might, WQM can't mess up. All right. In fact, I think Greg wrote this. I don't think Barry wrote any of this. It says WQM will use sporting news radio programming to replace Eisenberg and Costello, who were fired Wednesday after Internet photos of them posing fully clothed with naked adult entertainers in QM studio last September came to light. I, th I think Reed wrote that crap, don't you? I don't think uh, Barry even writes a uh, stinking word. Barry's just sitting there eating his bologna sandwich that Mama Brown bagged for me yesterday morning, and Greg's uh, sitting there tapping it out on the computer. Now, Jim Sarney at the Sun Sentinel, however, who is not on a QM payroll, doesn't work for Beasley Broadcasting, and luckily for him holds no Beasley stock. In an article that's mostly about Jiggs McDonald, is going to do the St. Patrick's Day Panther game on TV. And the uh, Rimmer will do the radio because they're going to have um, the Panthers against the Islanders, the team that Jigs broadcast for uh, 75 years. About 30, man. And so they're going to, like, uh, you know, uh, kind of kind of farewell because Jigs is retiring after the season. And so Jim Sarney kisses Jigs' ass in here. Oh, he's one of the greats. Oh, yeah, right, sure. Doddering old fool. But anyway, later in the article, he says, Free Joe and Mark, says Jim Sarney. Put Joe and Mark back on the air. Oh! 
Castello and Eisenberg are young and hip broadcasters, and their firing by WQM over old Internet photos was just plain stupid. Absolutely. How do you like that? That's what Jim Sarney says, Greg. He says you're just plain Absolutely. stupid. And, of course, uh, the difference in these two articles being that Greg didn't write the one in the Sun Sentinel, as opposed to the one that appears by his mouthpiece in the Herald. That's mouthpiece with an F. Now, we got faxes up the old chute on this uh, Joe and Mark situation, which is good, because there's a possibility what I'm hearing is that there may be a revisiting of that situation, and there really ought to be, because like Jim Sarney says, it was stupid, it was childish, embarrassing. I mean, that's uh, the way you operate in big and major market radio, that somebody farts and right away you go into a total panic. Seems to me that sounds like the Beasley effing way to me. Join WQM and the big... Oh! Today. In fact, you can ask him, are you going over there to Fox? And he'll just laugh. Join today, 5 to 7, at the Sprint PCS Wireless Store at 8743 Southwest 136th Street in the Prado Shopping Center. That's owned by Edgar Prado. Right off US 1 across from the falls. Big O, the big O, will have Honda Golf Classic passes, Panther tickets, and free sandwiches, courtesy of Atlantic City Subs and our good friend Ira, who'll be the best. And join George tomorrow, the sandwich guy, at noon to 2 at Eddie Accardi Dodge. At 2300 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. I'll get you the different crowd going to be there. A mile south Atlantic Boulevard just past the Votorama. George will have prizes of questionable value. And, of course, free sandwiches courtesy of Atlantic City Subs. So join a sandwich guy and his thugs, Josh and Scott, for food, fun, and hijinks tomorrow. Just Josh. The... Josh and uh, no Scott. Well, like I said, there's more reason to come out. No Scott. At uh, uh, Cardi Dodge on Federal Highway in beautiful Pompano Beach. Uh, George will take care of the Accardi, and you bring the <laughs> Bacardi. Five six seven oh five sixty. How we got all this? How are we going to get this into four hours? My God, we've got a heavy fast, plate. Talk fast. Plus, we still can't figure out this pull yet. Leave it so, Huh? What do you think was the best remake of a hit song? I will always love you, Whitney Houston. Eight. Blinded by the blight, Manfred Mann. Seven. All along the Watchtower, which I thought we weren't putting on there, but we did. Seven. Jimi Hendrix. Uh, what just happened here? All along the watchtower just shot up to 12. Knocking on Heaven's Door, Guns N' Roses, 7. Uh, if, uh, Tiller was you, the Beatles, 6. You've got a friend, the unctuous, obnoxious James Taylor, 6. Sea of Love by the Honey Drippers, 4. MacArthur Park by Dennis Summer, 4. And everything else is just dribbling so far. It's just uh, dribbling. See, that song, I mean, uh, Little Eva, whichever version you like the best, and Grand Funk was great, too. That song is uh, one of the great songs of all time. No matter which version you like, I think all three are just fine. As Eli Wallach said, the Magnificent Seven writes, our faxer friend Ray, if God didn't want them shorn, he would not have made them sheep. If one tries to cook a frog, one doesn't drop it into boiling water, it'll jump right out. Slowly raise up the heat and realize it won't realize until it's going too late. This is the neutering of America. Why, asked Ray? And then he says, and I've I got to check this thing out, how the bleep... That's the American fucking way. Mmm, I don't know. What do you think? I think that needs to be I'll redone. i five more times. Let's think about no, it. No, uh, redone. It says, check out realradio.com. I'm betting you will like it. Okay, thanks, Ray. Dolly Parton, original song, I Will Always Love You. Oh, it was it Dolly Parton? I think it was Dolly Parton. My nomination, The Beatles, Twist and Shout. Well, that's a good one, Twist and Shout by the, uh, what you call it, Isley, Isley. Brothers? Now, I will say this. The Isley Brothers should I mean, is there any question which is the better version? Yeah, there's a question. 
There is in whose mind? You you think the Beatles version is in the same league with the Isley Brothers twist and shout, mister? Too similar for me to care. You have to be dreaming. You have to be doing heavy, heavy, heavy duty medication. Well, that's maybe Wilma stopped by this morning to drop off a good supply. But at any rate, no, that's a good one. We got that on there? We got it. The Beatles, Twist and Shout. This is going to be a real workout. 10.57 at 5.60 Q. Now, what do we got on the lineup today? The Mad Dog at 2. Let's hear it. Right. Mad Dog is on. He's Everything is safe. The Humper is on. The Hebrew Hammer <laughs> at 4. That's enough. Uh, we got at 7 o'clock the Rutgers Scarlet Knights at Miami Hurricanes Baseball, 7 o'clock tonight. And at 11 o'clock, it's Eddie K from Las Vegas. Four hours for Hurricane Baseball. I forgot how long and ponderous those games are. Sporting News Radio, we say with much dismay overnight. And Motorsports Saturday tomorrow, 8 to 9. Who's the host going to be? Uh, Josh. Josh Darrow? No, Josh Cordes. Are you doing that show? Yeah, why not? Sure, why the hell not? And a few other ones, too. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. Jesus Christ, Eleven oh two at five sixty WQM. I don't think they understand this uh, question. You know, I, oh, I thought it was huh? How novel? I thought it was pretty Jesus Christ straightforward. What do you think was the best remake of a hit song? I mean, the song was a big hit. Then uh, years later, months later, uh, fifty years later, whenever somebody came along and redid it and I'll, did a good job. I'll tell you what they hear. What's that? How many songs can you name? <laughs> Right, the Joe Cocker version, but you see, when you fax this in and you say the Joe Cocker version, as opposed to like the Alta Cocker version, uh, well, there is no other version. Right. Who else did that? Uh. I just looked it up in a book. There's nothing in my billboard book, and that's good enough for me, so I'm Schmidt Cannon that. Now, Beatles, Gotta Get You Into My Life, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, the remake. Okay? Okay. You got that? Got it. Okay. Here's uh, somebody's got a pair. First, Big Yellow Taxi, Counting Crows. Okay. Got it. Got it. And Mrs. Robinson, The Lemonheads. Well, thank God it wasn't The Lemon Pipers anyway, The Lemonheads, Mrs. Robinson. Okay. Oh, now, well, what is this? Somebody, now they're faxing them off some website on the Internet. Okay, that's bad. Oh, let's see. J.J. Kale did the cocaine, and then Eric Clapton. Okay, we'll, we'll believe you. Also, Love Poison, number nine, was a hit three times. What, what does that mean? 
Oh, love, love potion number nine. It says you love poison. Yeah. Love potion number nine. Well, I know that. So what? What does that mean? What? What is that? They're not uh, even coming anywhere near answering the question. <laughs> well, that's your friend, uh, Rich. Oh, yeah. Slim Rich. Proud Mary, Ike and Tina Turner, Creedence Clearwater Revival, of course. Uh, now, which was the original on here? There's Creedence. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, I know. I know that for a fact. Oh, okay. But no, but I'm just looking at this list. It's all, oh, like Last Kiss, Pearl Jam. That, that's one we got to put on there. Last Kiss, Pearl Jam. J. Frank Wilson did the original, the most depressing songs ever. Don't we have that, the Gary um, Condit one? Mm-hmm. What the hell is that called? Gary's Last, Last Kiss? Kiss? Huh? Something like that. One moment, please. Yeah, there it is. Oh, where, oh, where can that Chandra be? The lock is out on a haunting street. Yeah. By the way, how's Chandra doing? Uh, Last Kiss, Pearl Jam uh, is the uh, group we want to put on a remake. Proud Mary, I can Tina Turner. Turn the beat around, Gloria Stefan. Vicky Sue Robinson did the original. Blue Bayou, Linda Ronstadt. I love Linda Ronstadt. Man, she's great. Blue Bayou, originally by Roy DeBoy, which mm -hmm. I got that somewhere here. Oh, guess what else I got? I don't have Twisted Shot by the Isley Brothers. In fact, I'm almost tempted to go and run uh, over to a record store somewhere and buy it. I'm so pissed off about your grotesque comments. The Beatles in that song, and they're like spitting through the whole song. The Isley Brothers are absolutely outstanding, and you better not uh, mess with them. I like the Isley Brothers. Fine. Well, that's good. My Way, Elvis Presley, of course, originally by Frank Sinatra, who couldn't sing a note. I like greatest... the Sex Pistols version better. Greatest Love of All, Whitney Houston, George Benson done the original, he's dead. And let, well, let's stay together, Tina Turner, the original by Al Green, who's also, I should point out, very dead. Remember when Al Green died? No. Okay. How about when Bob Green died? Absolute number one remake. Oh, this is good. Dave the Cop, he's on a roll now. Jose Feliciano, Light My Fire. That was fa fabulous. Yes. I got the doors over here somewhere. In fact, we might uh, play them. Doesn't that the one that's about seven and a half minutes long? Sure is. Good. No Doubt's remake of It's My Life by Talk Talk. Okay, mm. you got it? No Doubt? Yeah. No Doubt he's got it. We're leaving this all in the fine hands of Josh, who's preparing for his uh, golf show tomorrow, his racing show, his uh, hockey show. His racing and, show. And his, yeah, sure. Signs by Tesla. Signs. Okay. Remember the original Signs? Sure. Five-man Five. electrical band? Right. Five-man electrical band. All right. And we sit long here, people eating out of life. Well, we got, we got a parody of just about everything, and the best part of it is some of them we actually still play. <laughs> How many? About 30, man. Yeah, that's all we can still play. Woodstock, Joni Mitchell, originally Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Now, who did it first? Are you sure? About Woodstock? Yeah. No, I'm not sure. Well, I better look it up then. But I think it was them. Them? CSNY? By the way, yes. how's David Crosby doing? Has he uh, <laughs> recovered? Woodstock, Wonderwall, Woodstock, CSNY were first. Now, wait a minute. Joni Mitchell's not even listed here. Matthew Southern Comfort, a year later. You ready for that? That was a top 30 hit. A top... Top 30, man! Hit. So, um, I don't know. I guess we can put that under Woodstock by CSNY, because that is the last one. You got that? Okay. 
What, whatever you want to do it. I mean, this is all for fun anyway. We don't go, we'll have some pain in the ass people are. Oh, and you got it wrong. You, well, too bad. Sue us. Here's our good friend Jerry in Panita Springs says, I'd like to suggest Love Hurts is the best remake of a song. It originally recorded by the Everly Brothers. I sure like the Everly Brothers a lot, and not necessarily just their music. It was written by Felice and Bordolo Bryant, who also wrote Bye Bye Love and Wake Up Little Susie. She actually remake, recorded uh, it first, and then uh, them and uh, the others. But it's and a they good got choice. a big hit. On it's Cadence true. Records. You know who else was on Cadence Records? No. Andy. Kalb. Williams. Oh, Andy, my favorite. The remake I like was by Nazareth Love Hurts. Cher recorded it, but her version sucked. It says, uh, Bob Dylan did record All on the Watchtower in 68, an acoustic version. Hendrix electrified it in 69. Well, it is on there, and it's winning hands down with already 23 votes. Thanks, Jerry. He says, I guess I don't have to mention Dolly Parton. Well, did, what song is he talking about with Dolly Parton? Just a joke. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. What do you think was the best remake of a hit song, huh? And I still say that uh, some of these are pretty borderline, if Madonna will pardon that expression, because uh, some of the ones were not really hits. But because all along the watch there, they want that because it's Jimi Hendrix and they're all smoking right. a big fat one right now, and they're having a good time with it, so why should we pee on air parade, okay? As Pharrell would say. No, that's not the one. I don't. No. I don't have the water pipe. Uh, I don't have water pipes, sir. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. I got uh, one free poll this morning. Okay. Uh, how about Southern Cross? Crosby, Stills and Nash, and uh, covered by Jimmy Buffett. Covered by Jimmy Buffett. Okay. Yes. Thank you, sir. I Thanks, Callie. Have a great Bye -bye. weekend. You got it. What was the name of the song? We got it. Southern Cross, like the one we're going to burn on your front lawn if you don't cut it out. Um, I think I'm going to unplug the fax machine today. Why is that? We're getting 10-page faxes for the definition of spelt with the words as big as your head and 10 spaces in between. And it's, Southern it's Cross, count. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. You got it? Now, which one was he saying? Spelt. <laughs> That's what the S stands for in CSNY. Crosby, Spelt, and Nash. WQM, hello. Hello. And make sure when you put it on there, Josh, it's spelt right. Yes, sir. Um, I think the original version of Cocaine was by J.J. Kale. Right. Oh, you already got that one? Yeah. In fact, okay. that's what uh, that's what uh, Dom Deloise was eating on that diet in Fatso. He was eating kale. Yeah, okay. Kale and chicken. Thank you. Thank you. Lasagna for you, kale and chicken for me. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't that like seaweed or something? I can't Whatever stop weed. the fat. Get the honey, Junior. Boy, what a, what a great movie. Another one of those unsung movies, and a lot of people have, stupid people, like your friend Miguel, he wouldn't get it. He's never been fat. He doesn't understand anything about fat. Or that's anybody. He, he wouldn't get. He just wouldn't understand it. But you, on the other hand, who've had all of your friends die fat. And even though you don't believe me, I was well on my way with stretch marks bursting out of my clothes until I started mm. to cut the crap. I've got stretch marks that actually they could make a road map out of. Yeah. Guaranteed. I look like a purple zebra than my stretch marks. In fact, Fat Rich has got stretch marks, from what I'm hearing, that are larger than some communities in uh, <laughs> in North Dakota. <laughs> Smuggled Mexicans in them. Right. WQM, hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Happy Friday. And back to you. Thank you. I think I got one for your poll that will work. Okay. Uh, the original version was definitely a hit. Uh, so was the remake. And the song 
and the artist were definitely annoying. The uh, cover was kind of a slap in the face, which was Faith by George Michael. That's redone, uh, uh, redone by Limp Biscuit. Faith? Yeah. Faith? Faith. Faith. Gotta Faith. have faith. Okay, Pally. Have a good weekend. And back to you. Faith. Not faith. 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 As in Fate Dunaway. Faith. No, not faith. Fate. Look it up. Faith. Okay. Faith. What am I saying? Fate. Faith. By, no, not fate. Oh, okay. Fate is F-E-T-E. Okay. Faith by George Michael. Now, who's the remake? Limp Biscuit, your favorite. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no. I'm sure not having one of them with lunch, I'll guarantee you that. They make me want to barf. Anyway, 12 minutes after 11, and of course, uh, Fred Durst, the worst. Oh, speaking of that, speaking of lunch, what a good segue. How about some uh, low-carb biscuits? How's that sound? Some limp biscuits. Or anything else with low carbs and uh, no sugar. Join the thousands of South Floridians who really have caught on to a great store that's perfect for your low-carb or low-sugar diet. Delights of West Boca, the number one low-carb store in the universe. And for good reason, because they've got over a 1,000 low-carb products in stock in this one great store, including breads and bagels, cookies and crackers, chips and brownies for all you brownie hounds, chocolates, ice cream, pasta, sauces, ketchup, cheesecakes, and lots more. They offer the widest selection. They're open every day, seven days a week from 10 till 10. You can try anything in the store before you buy it, which is kind of a nice touch. Instead of buying a whole bunch of stuff, taking it home and discovering you don't like it, or it just has a certain effect. And they have a staff that knows dieting inside and out. they got the most complete line of Atkins brand products anywhere at Delights, and the Atkins products are on sale today, a week from Shavuos, all day, every day. So if you're on any of those low-carb diets, here's the place to do a lot of shopping. Stock up at Delights of West Boca. They're on the northeast corner of Glades and 441 in Boca next to Boston Market. You can call them toll-free, 1-877-LOW-CARB, L-O-W-C-A-R-B, or on the web, it's lowcarb.com. There's only one Delights of West Boca, and it's your official Atkins Retail Center. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560, QAM. Absolutely. Never washed his hair or seemed to have a care, Cobain. His name was Kurt. Now he's pushing up dirt, Cobain. Wiping drool from his chin, doing heroin, Cobain. Nirvana was hot, and now it's Kurt, they ain't got Cobain. He got high, said goodbye, then he died. Cobain. Made a million an hour, never took a shower. Cobain. He's a number one hit in heaven's big mosh pit, Cobain. He'll meet Elvis the King and say grunge was my thing, Cobain. So if you're filled with doubt, don't take Kurt's way out, Cobain. Got high, said goodbye, then he died. Oh! Cobain. 
Yeah, I think so. 1118 at 560 WQM. You really got made by the Kinks and redone by Van Halen. There is no better remake, says Peter. Well, I, we don't have to agree with him, but at least he, uh, right, he, no, got, he understands what the poll is all about. Sure, he does, and uh, we're going to put it right on there, but nevertheless. You really got me by Van Halen. I don't uh, care for Van Halen, but then again, you don't either. Don't, now, right. here's a fact that just, just totally like him, but... uh, boggles my mind, okay? Okay. And I, I got a lot of... Don't let me... Uh, because before you know it, it's going to be 1 o'clock, and then I'm going to... All this stuff I want to talk about here today... About uh, Joe and Mark, all these faxes we got, and about Howard Sperm, and about the FCC, and about uh, Janet Jackson almost live is going to be on ABC's Good Morning America later this month, but it will not be seen live. It'll be a five-second uh, video and audio yeah, delay. Nobody <laughs> trusts her anymore. <laughs> yeah, just because uh, one little flap. She's our hero. Joni Mitchell says this faxer wrote the song Woodstock for CSNY. She had the hots for David Crosby at the time, which indicates she needs serious help. And then the other part of this fax, though, I don't get. Don't Leave Me This Way, which I remember the song very vividly, but Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, 1975, Thelma Houston, 1977, The Communards, 86, written by Gilbert and Huff. So what is, uh, what's the what's point? What's their choice? Right. In other words, that, that's a list. Which like you remake? said, how many uh, uh, remakes Sorry. can you... Not even remakes. What do you think was the best remake of a hit song? Not how many songs have been remade the most times, not how many can you list on a fax, but uh, get with it. Good God. Man, am I sorry I did this. Uh, all along the watchtower, Jimi Hendrix, 35, even though it, well, I guess it qualifies, but not really. Knocking on Heaven's Door, Guns N' Roses, 17. <clears throat> I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston, 13. I'm trying to find that Whitney Houston uh, thing. What the disc is that on? What number? Which, uh, oh, all my songs. Don't my songs, songs all sound the same. same. Well, I'll just tell me the number of the disc. You don't have, have to get up. it. I'll find it. I got a whole drawer full of that ACN crap. Hey. Yeah. Uh, sea of Love, The Honey Drippers, 10, which, uh, I mean, that song didn't need to be remade. Originally by Phil Phillips. Right. Blinded by the Light, Manfred Mann, 10. You Got a Friend, James Taylor, 8. 438. 438? 438. Well, what does that mean? That's where the Whitney song is. 438. Or, or this four? Yes. <laughs> I thought you meant this 438. <laughs> what a maniac. There's a lot of them. Till There Was You, The Beatles, 8. Locomotion, Grand Funk, 8. MacArthur Park, Donna, Summer, 7. Locomotion by Kylie Minogue, which I love, 6. I can't even tell you which one I like the best. Did nobody fax or call us about the uh, KC and the Sunshine Band and whoever that broad was that did no, Locomotion? No, no. Damn it. Dream On, Eminem, 4. Southern Cross, Jimmy Buffett, 4. Uh, it's going to take a lot of love. Nicolette Larson, three. I Feel Love, Blue Man Group, three. Twist and Shout, The Beatles, three. It's My Life, No Doubt, three. Blech. Cocaine, Eric Clapton, three. Mrs. Robinson by the Lemonheads, two. Big Yellow Taxi, Counting Crows, two. Proud Mary, I Can Tina Turner, one. Turn the Beat Around, Glory S. Stefan, that bitch, one. Uh, Gotta Get You Into My Life, Earth, Wind, and Fire, one. And Signs by Testes, Atesta, has one. Tesla. What is it? Tesla. It says it says right on here. Well, I'm just quoting what Josh wrote on here. Tesla. Testa. Mark Testy. It says on here. Mark Telsey. <laughs> Were we just talking about him this morning? Yeah. Now, last kiss. Pearl Jam. Light my fire. Jose Feliciano. Blue Bayou. Linda Ronstadt. Greatest love of all. Without the T. The first. Uh, the second T has got the none. Let's stay together. Tina Turner. None. 
Faith, Limp Biscuit, none. Love Hurts, Nazareth, none. And You Really Got Me by Van Halen, none out of 169. But we're just getting this thing going. By the end of the show, we should have thousands. About 30, man. About 30,000 uh, different songs on there for you to peruse over the weekend. Keep you out of trouble. Keep your ugly ass off the streets. Here's another one. I Fought the Law, the Bobby Fuller 4, remake by The Clash. That's a good song. Yes, it is. Which I used to play at the Panther games when Paul Laws would get in the fight, and they'd play in the background, I Fought the Law, and everybody, ah, like that. How you doing, Paul? Paul Laws, who I believe before he retired last year, was the last of the original Pantheros, I believe. I'm not sure. Panthers, don't see them no more. Remake by The Clash. You got it, The Clash? Josh? You got it. Okay. Very good. Betty, very good. He's over there writing. I heard that the lead singer of that group is just a little guy, kind of a... Funny looking? Skimp. Here's a fact that says, I never thought I would say this, but I am. I left this country for work in 99, lived in Asia and Europe. It was great, but came back last year, and how times have changed. This administration is evil. Absolutely. And are eroding our rights with their religious right-wing agenda as well. There's slow merging of church and state. Getting Bush out is the answer, but I don't think hearing the Democrats are going to be much better. Just look at the vote in Congress. Only a select minority members voted against it. Very scary. So with that, I started a process of selling properties and assets, going to South America. I never thought I would do this, but it's not the same country. We should all be scared. 1984 has arrived. Grab your passport. Squeeze it tight. Good luck to us all. Amen. That's all I can say. Good amen. Good luck to us. Go to someplace safe like Caracas or Bogota. Let's see. In 1977, Harry Bush and the Tweezers. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's what it says here. Yeah. This Is the whole thing just uh, baloney or what? I'm sure. Psoriasis City. Tony and the Bunions. Yeah, okay, whatever you say. All right, all right, That's cute. <laughs> hey, you never know. How the hell do we know? Are we supposed to know the name of every half-assed goofball group? Well, we ought to, aren't we? That wants to be funny like the guy who sent us the facts. The faxes are just pouring. Brian says a couple more for the list. Run DMC's cover of Walk This Way by Aerosmith, which changed music when it created the rap rock genre. Fusion, yes. Walk This Way. Yeah, how about Ball of Confusion? There you go. Okay, so walk this way, um, uh, Ron DMC. Got it? We got it. Van Halen's cover of You Really Got Me, by the, which we just put on there. Even if you don't like him, Lenny Kravitz's cover of American Woman. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. American Woman by Steppenwolf? <laughs> Wrong. Brian. Brian, I know I'm going very fast here, and it's easy for me to get confused in the middle of these 8,000 faxes and 45,000 song titles and artistes, but... American Woman by Steppenwolf to me. That sounds sacrilegious to me. Absolutely correct, sir. Shame on you. What kind of weird version is this? Thunder CD. Where's the grunt? This is the bizarrest version I've ever heard ever. And it's them. It's on their greatest hits that uh, was in the studio. What the hell is this? Stay away from me. Is that Burton Cummings? Yeah. In drag? The guest, in the guest in ultimate collection sampling. We just got through playing a little bit of Guess Who yesterday. And you think, Brian, if you'd have been listening, which you certainly should have, because I don't notice a pass for you for yesterday's show. Uh, the Guess Who, not Steppenwolf, but nevertheless. Okay, so put whatever ones you want from there on it, okay? Got it? Five, six, seven, oh, let me just uh, slip in one, one of these, because we got a bunch of them. It says, the whole Joe and Mark thing makes no freaking sense whatsoever. If somebody is looking at nude pictures on a work computer, shouldn't they be the one disciplined, if anyone is, regardless of the source of the photos? 
when the whole Howard Stern Clear Channel thing blew up a few days ago, it was mentioned that Stern is on a Beasley channel in Naples. Okay, has anybody ever seen Stern's E-TV show? I talked about that yesterday. He has naked adult entertainers in the studio all the time and broadcasts censored pictures of it nationwide. So apparently the Beasley bullcrappers aren't generally offended by their on-air personalities appearing in published photos with naked chicks, at least if they get huge ratings. Further, photos or not, Greg Reed knew this was exactly the type of show that Joe and Mark were doing back then, and to my knowledge, never tried to discourage it at the time. Indeed, as you point out, it was at about the same time he hired Scott Farrell to bring the same type of antics to morning drive time and jeopardize the license. I mean, this whole thing stinks and reeks of scapegoating, very conveniently occurring while there is indecency witch hunt going on in the radio industry. P.S., and here comes the most important and accurate line of this fax, you guys sure have some miserable bitches working in that building. Only he doesn't say bitches, he uses a word that begins with C. She reminds me of Whitney's mom, Dr. Eve on Passions. But nevertheless, 1133, in fact, I see some similarities there. I think that TC could easily be another Bobby Brown. But what do you know? Well, he's just got a temper. You know, he just goes off the, uh, flies off the handle every now and then. Yeah. 56705. See, you're missing a lot. You don't believe me. You're missing a lot. By what? By not watching Passions. Oh. That's okay. Oh, well. I'm right on top of it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. What do you think was the best remake of a hit song? All along the Watchtower, which really doesn't even qualify the way I look at this, but nevertheless will humor you. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, forty-seven, leading the pack by a million miles. Knocking on heaven's door. Guns and Roses, twenty. The Howard Stern saga continues, says um, Radio Industry News. FMQB. 
Although Infinity is saying they'll stand by their man, Stern is threatening to quit anyway if President Bush signs new indecency legislation into law. On yesterday's show, Congressman Gary Ackerman called in to discuss the bill and assure Stern that the president would not sign it, which is bullcrap. Ackerman said the vote on the bill was happening yesterday, and it passed the House, by the way, 391 to 22, the indecency bill, which, among other things, increases the fine to half a million dollars. I say, why not make it a billion, huh? Sure, why not? Let's not pussyfoot around. Let's make it $10 billion per incident. A cajillion. Right. Stern replied by saying that if Bush signs the bill, he'll resign as soon as it becomes law. In fact, he went as far to say that he's so tired of getting censored every morning that he may resign anyway, even if the bill isn't signed by Bush. Stern lamented that he just wants to do comedy his way and that radio has become too much of a battle. While he could be saying that just out of anger and frustration, Stern reiterated that FCC sources have told him that Chairman Michael Powell wants him off the air, whether it be now or after the next presidential election, and he dared Powell to wish he was in decency fines now instead of waiting until after the election. He also made the point that he believes his suspension by Cheap Channel was directly related to him denouncing President Bush the past few months rather than specific incidents of indecency. While Infinity is insisting that Stern won't be gone anytime soon, at least from their stations, he said on the air yesterday he hasn't ruled out the idea of going to satellite radio. However, he feels that satellite companies aren't prepared to quickly manufacture the number of radios that would be needed to accommodate all of his fans that will want to buy them should he decide to make that move. Stern believes that only about 50,000 receivers are ready to go, and the man could be up to 5 million, and they don't have the technology to roll them out fast enough. However, an Infinity source told Radio Business Report the satellite move won't happen. He's not going to satellite, said the source. First of all, he's uh, can't. He's under contract with us two more years, so it's not even an issue. We're going to defend him, and they keep saying that every day. Until those gigantic fines start rolling in, uh, Infinity's going to defend him. Well, they always have in the past. Here's the story. Of a lovely lady. The House overwhelmingly passed legislation yesterday substantially increasing the maximum fine for radio and TV indecency. The vote was 391 to 22. Similar legislation pending in the Senate. I'm tired of hearing parents tell me how they have to cover their children's ears, Representative Joseph Pitts, Republican of Pennsylvania, said during a, a debate on the measure. Today we're saying enough is enough. Gnug. The bill would raise the maximum fine for a broadcast license holder from 27.5 to a half a million dollars. The fine for a performer would jump from 11,000 to a half a million. The measure picked up momentum after the now infamous February 1st Super Bowl halftime show during which singer Justin Tinkerbell exposed Janet Jackson's breast to 90 million viewers. Representative Bobby Rush, Democrat of Illinois, said the bill will give the Federal Communications Commission the ammunition it needs to enforce indecency standards, and the Bush administration strongly endorsed the bill in a memo to lawmakers yesterday. So anybody that's telling Howard or anybody else that the president ain't going to sign whatever bill they come up with, he's uh, full of crap, is the best I can say. Unbelievable. Okay, let's get back to business, okay? I don't want to get too depressed with all that stuff, all these things. Huh. Oh, the big wind-up. Steppenwolf. Yeah. <laughs> Born to be maybe, vile. Maybe they just heard that ad we were running, promoting them. Now you're stepping on our boy. I would never step in the wolf. He's just humming anyway. American woman gonna mess your mind. American woman, she gonna mess your mind. Hey, what are you doing? I'm getting to the uh, bridge here. I, I got it. 
gonna mess your mind. I went and queued it up already. Well, too bad, Mr. Let it go all the way to the grunt, all right? That's the best part. Okay. 22 till uh, noon. Always like that, Steppenwolf a lot. Joe and Mark were the second best thing on the station, says um, Tyler uh, Bobo, whatever his name is. And uh, their Saturday afternoon show was uh, gaining in uh, audience. I think a Saturday afternoon show? Yeah, you know that, Saturday afternoon show. What Saturday afternoon show? They had that, uh, Joe had his uh, motor uh, racing, whatever that is, Saturday. I'm sure that's what they mean. Anyway, it says WQM blows, as I know Joe and Mark will be better because of this move elsewhere. He says, F Janet, F the FCC, and F QAM, love the dirty boy, says Tyler Bobo. Also, for our poll yesterday, somebody's picking on the humper, the uh, Hebrew hammer. <laughs> I said, uh, Hank and Mo can't say the word dolphins. They both say dolphins with no L, and it really pisses off uh, Oliver in Orlando. They say dolphins. I think it's a New York thing, don't you? The dolphins? Yeah. In Boston, they do Very that annoying. Also. WQAM, hello. Not there. Line one again. That line one's got a real major problemy. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I have a, a great one for you. Okay. You want to hear it? Yep. Oh, okay. It's uh, Proud Mary. Creedence Clearwater and uh, Tina Turner. Yeah. I'm just looking it up on the pool to see how many votes. Got four votes. Thanks. Five six seven oh five. Well, some of these people aren't at their computer. They don't have a computer. They don't have the ability to go into a store right now into a Best Buy or somewhere and steal one. And so as a result, they don't, uh, you know, and they have maybe been listening the whole time. But if you think I'm going to go down this list of 7,000 every few minutes, uh, well, we'll get back to it eventually. Huh? Ray says, Mandish is right. That station stands for nothing. Bring back the dirty boys and crew, says Ray, as in right now. And Jim Sarney says, shame on QAM. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. This station stands for nothing. This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today, we salute you, Mr. Backdoor Smoke and Break Guy. Mr. Backdoor Smoke and Break and there's lots of hard work to be done. Where can you be found? Out back by the loading dock near the dumpster. Giving your lazy butt another butt break. Welcome to our world country. That's right, Mr. Backdoor Smoke and Break Guy. Smoke them if you got them, and you've always got them. And you're always smoking them. Snow, rain, freezing cold, or sweltering hot, it doesn't matter to you. You're out there every ten minutes taking a nine-minute break. When do you get any work done? Yeah. So the next time you're at the service counter, unable to get any service because no one's at the counter, walk around back, flick your lighter, and raise it in salute to Mr. Backdoor Smoking Break Guy, a real American hero. Mr. Hey, dude, can I bum one? Cool. I mean Winston. 16 till noon at 560 WQM. Dave says, gotta love Aerosmith's remake of Come Together. Got it? Got it. Also, yesterday's poll, I hit it when somebody says, where you at? See, what they really mean is, where you be. <laughs> That's right. Where you at? You can't end a sentence with a preposition. You can say, where you at, asshole, but not where you at. 
Have a great day, Dave. Everlasting love. This is good. This is an excellent choice. Outstanding. It says, love these music topics. Can the one-hit wonders be far behind again? I sure hope so, because the audience hates it. Oh, they, they can't stand it. Anytime I do music, because they hate my music. Although th this thing today has got nothing to do with my music. It's strictly it's whatever music. I... Music. Right, whatever they're calling in. But when we do the one-hit wonders, because most of them are old, you know, they can't stand it. But Carl Carlton and Everlasting Love, which originally was Robert Knight. Okay. Well, you know that song. Mm-hmm. Got it? Not on me. Everlasting Love, Carl Carlton, Josh, before you were born. Oh, and here's one that says, could this qualify a little less conversation, also the theme song to Hit Show in Vegas, original Presley in the 60s, remake 2002 with Elvis. If I could tell you how I hate this, how grotesque and despicable and disgusting this is. If you'd like, if you dislike the song, the video is even much worse. How many times an hour were they playing the video? About 30 minutes. Hey, where'd they hit that post? Come on, Elvis. We know you're dead, but get it up one last time. And that reverb, man, sounds like he's singing in a bear. Well, probably he is. Singing in a, a tunnel somewhere. Abel says, regarding the best remake, this is magnificent. How about, I heard it through the grapevine, originally Marvin Gaye, and then Gladys Knight and the Pips. Got it? Heard it through the what grapevine by Gladys Knight and the Pimps. And, speaking of that kind of music, kind of soul, Respect, Urethra Franklin, the remake of Otis Redding's hit, Respect by Aretha Franklin, which was on that thing that somebody uh, sent in from the Internet. But I hate when they do that, when they take the list right off the internet. It takes all the fun yeah, out of it. sample artists. But there was some good crap on there. Rick says, I can't believe what happened to Joe and Marco for a picture that wasn't even on the QM website. Isn't Power the one who splashes almost every Metro bus with an almost naked girl with headphones next to a turntable? These people should listen to the music that's played on Power. The lyrics are worse than any naked pictures on any website. If Greg expects me to write in Power or QM in the Arbitron book, other than your show, he is sadly mistaken. I am pissed off, says Rick. Also, George did a great job on your way, says Rick. Love you, Rick. How do you like that? Oh, and getting, speaking of that, speaking of people getting pissed off and uh, not supporting certain people or uh, other way around, Tom Jicka writes, the GOP might come to rue the day Howard Stern was banished by its buddies at Clear Channel, and angry Stern is vowing to lead a political movement to beat George Bush. This is not something to be scoffed at. Stern is a demigod to millions of young adults, a difficult-to-capture voting bloc. Worse for Team Bush, the vast majority of Stern's fans are white males, the group most dependably Republican. George Pataki, the Republican governor of New York, and Christine Todd Whitman, a former Republican governor of New Jersey, both courted and received Stern's endorsement in their races. Whitman was so grateful that the booster and provided that she named a highway rest area in his honor. So he could go <coughs> right on him. How do you like that? So look out for the Stern people out there. And on a much lesser level here in Florida, which of course is the pivotal state or very well could be again, we'll do our own little part, right? Right, the swing state. We're swinging it. Well, we still can. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. And don't forget, check out our uh, lovely website today with the beautiful Jessica Beal, who just nine days ago celebrated her twenty tooth birthday. Jessica Beal. Ah, a lot of appeal on that. What yeah. do you think was the best remake of a hit song? It's a very simple question. Doesn't have a lot of words in it. Doesn't have any words with long syllables. What do you think was the best remake of a hit song? In fact, there's only one word in there. It's got more than one syllable. Pretty simple. Simple poll question for simple people.
All along the waterfront, Jimi Hendrix, 52, remake of uh, Bob Dylan, which wasn't it. Uh, knocking on Heaven's Door, Guns N' Roses, 30. How many's it got? About 30, man. I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston, 16. Boy, can she howl, huh? Blinded by the Light, Manfred Mann, 13. Southern Cross, Jimmy Buffett, 13. Till There Was You, The Beatles, a dozen. Sea of Love, Honey Drippers, a dozen. You Really Got Me, Van Halen, a dozen. You Got a Friend, James Taylor, 11. MacArthur Park, Donna Summer, 9. Locomotion, Grand Funk, 9. Locomotion, Kylie Minogue, 9. Cocaine, Eric Clapton, 7. Can't Get You Into My Life, Earth, Wind, and Fire, 6. Walk This Way, no, not that way. Run DMC, 6. Uh, it's My Life, No Doubt, 6. Proud Mary, I Can Tina Turner, 6. You see, that gives you an idea of how much Aerosmith has changed music uh, with the influence they've had. I just mentioned that, even yeah. though you're not a big Aerosmith fan. Why do you keep saying that? Because it's just to piss you off. Oh. Proud Mary, well, I Can Tina Turner, 6. Twist and Shout, The Beatles, 6. Oh, boy, the Isley Brothers are really pit porked off about that. The Isley Brothers, I think, are still alive, I should point out. The Beatles, on the other hand, fitty, fitty. Uh... Big Yellow Taxi, Counting Crows 6, Dream On, Eminem 5, uh, and after that, Single Digits. What was that great one we just had? A little, oh, um, but that won't get any votes. Everlasting Love, that's a great song, Carl Carlton. I think I got it somewhere here. I'd sure rather hear yeah, that yeah. than A Little Less Conversation by Elvis. Oh, God, Elvis, back in the box, sweetheart, please. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I have two for your fault. Okay. Yeah. Right, <laughs> uh, you you crapped out. We couldn't hear you. Okay, call us back. Well, that was on line one. Plus, you had a crappy phone, so you put that combination in. It's a little a little less conversation. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I just like to say, you know, most people like to have a little variety in their life, and I think Greg had it made at QAM because he could have made this station one of the best ever by going twelve and twelve. Yeah, two to six, Joe and Mark. Variety, good entertainment. Six to ten, or ten thirty, even to eleven, you got the original Howard, the Howard, followed by you to two o'clock, and then you throw in the uh, sports guys from two to two. Right. What's wrong with this guy? What's not to like? You know. So yeah. that's my advice, Greg. You got twelve hours of great variety, a little comedy, a little sports, and then twelve hours of nothing but sports, and we can talk about Danny and Dave till we die. That's it. Well said, Pally. Okay. See you on Monday. You start Monday. Here's our new program director. By the way, Clarence has been a little bit sheepish the last couple of days when he comes in. The Dow is making a little comeback today. It's up 89 points. The NASDAQ up 32 after two precipitous dives the last couple of days. After just diving badly. 5670560. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Line 9, WQAM. Hi, I'd like to put something on the poll. Go right ahead. It's uh, Hurt, done by Nine Inch Nails and redone by Johnny Cash. Hurt? Yeah. Johnny Cash did Hurt? Yeah, he redid it. And he won uh, He won an MTV award for it. He redid it? Yeah, he did. Nine Inch Nails done it first. Yeah. And then Johnny Cash? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be darned. Gee, it's too bad he's not still here for us to thank him. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, sweetheart. Have a great day. You too. Bye. That's the last album he did. He uh, remade a lot of... Um... Oh, are you a Johnny Cash person now? Me? What do you mean now? I always have been. Hurt, Timmy Euro, 1961. Elvis Presley, 76. And the remake, Johnny Cash. And then he died. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line.
WQAM, hello. Yeah, hi. Uh, want to uh, add one to the poll? Go right ahead. Uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, originally by the Beatles and then by Elton John. Elton John. It was, okay, uh, good one. It was awesome. And I Ash have Pally. one more. Yes, sir? It was, uh, I forget. Let someone else get it. You only said one. Later. Thanks. I'm out. Bye. Good job. That was good. See, what do you think was the best remake of a hit song? And he, he got he got it. Mm-hmm. And he gave us a good choice, too. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Elton John. With those big glasses, man. With those big, square, goofy glasses. That's Sir Elton John to you, by the way. <laughs> or Miss Elton John to me. 5670560. Oh, well, we know you don't like Elton John. That's okay. <laughs> Don't forget, join QM and the big oh! Orlando Elsa query from 5 to 7 this afternoon at the Sprint PCS Wireless Store at 8743 Southwest 136th Street in the Edgar Prado Shopping Center, right off US 1 across from the Falls. The big oh! will have Honda Golf Classic passes, Panther tickets, and free sandwiches, courtesy of Ira at Atlantic City Subs. And George will tell you about his thing tomorrow a little later on. We don't want to overdo it. No. Well, we don't want too many people showing up because there won't be enough food left for you. That's right. WQAM and Josh. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. That's good. Uh, yesterday's poll, there's two words that drive me nuts, so I had to go call you on it. Uh, one is prostrate instead of yeah. prostate. Mm-hmm. And the other is uh, when you're going to have your dog or cat spayed, they say spaded. Spaded. Mm. As in David spaded. That's it. Okay, thanks, Pally. That's from yesterday, but, of course, there are 8 million of those, so no problem at all. We don't care. Anything that'll help us till two o'clock when the mad dog will be along because we're just, you know, we're just, uh, floating is what we're doing. I was gonna say we're treading water. I don't think we're even doing that at QM. We're just floating along. And Barry Jackass has Greg Wright's column for him today about, oh, you can't touch us, you know, can't beat us. Well, of course, only Barry and Greg would be the only two people stupid enough to even contemplate writing about how many different sports stations we could have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, as if. Yeah. As if there's even a market for one. I mean, the caller we had just a couple of calls ago had it right on the money. What do we need 24 hours of the same Jimmy and Danny and Danny and Ginny and Ginny and Jimmy? Because that'll bring more people to sports. And uh, Jay and uh, Feely Good Feely, whatever the other kid's name is. Well, who the hell needs that, man? Even Jim Sarney wrote in his column last Friday, and he was absolutely correct. He's got two jackpots in a row. That it is ponderous. All It's not a sports station even. It's a dolphin station. And all of a sudden, like I said before... We have the episode with uh, Todd Bertuzzi in the NHL and the suspension and everything and the grotesque, unacceptable hit. And everybody on the station is a hockey expert. Right. Mo Howard David wouldn't know Todd Bertuzzi if he came in and high-sticked him right in the guy and knocked his piece off with a high-stick. Can you see that? Oh, I'd love to see that. Knock his muskrat right on the ceiling with a high-stick. I mean, he's not going to be doing much uh, for quite a while now. Maybe we can bring him in to do that. He wouldn't know Todd Bertuzzi from Art and Dottie Todd. How do you like that? And Chanson d'Amour. In fact, that's a remake. Somebody did that, didn't they? Uh, I'm thinking. See how I see how I fell into a bucket of crap, man. Oh man, let me go wipe my. my... No, no, no. That's the uh, what that was that group, my bell. The T set. The T set. Very good. Uh, Chanson d'Amour, Art and Dottie Todd. That was a, yeah. Here it is. And the Fontaine Sisters. <laughs> I love oh, the Fontaine well, how Sisters. How could I forget? In fact, there's a, a remake. Please don't leave me. Fats Domino in 56, and I think the Fontaine sisters. We're not putting it on there. It's just a joke. I thought for sure somebody else did Chanson d'Amour, but I guess they did not. Shame on, shame on them. 11.57, three minutes till the big hand hits the little hand at QAM. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM.
This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. Do they sit and watch the TV with a finger up their butt? Whoa, I'd love to know, I'd love to know what Christians do for fun. Read the Bible in the corner. While fondling their nuts Oh, I'd love to know, I'd love to know What Christians do for fun Poster wise and tasty From the fast food veggies Inhaling bags of macaroni and cheese Gun holes in the bitchy Just in case they reproduce That's just about all they're allowed to do I'd love to know, I'd love to know, I'd love to know. Ooh, I'd love to know, I'd love to know, I'd love to know. Do they get a swollen pud while cleaning out their gun? Whoa, I'd love to know, I'd love to know what Christians do for fun. Do they polish up the fish? On the tailgate of their truck Whoa, I'd love to know, I'd love to know What Christians do for fun Sit and stand and eat and sit back down again and chew And wash it all down with a 12-pack of fruit Live a life of boredom up to heaven you'll go God only smiles upon falling assholes oh, oh, oh. I'd love to know, I'd love to know, I'd love to know. Yay, I'd love to know, I'd love to know, I'd love to know. I'm not going to do that. Good, thank goodness for that. 1202 at 560 WQAM. Krispy Kreme says, hold the sugar, hold the azucar. Krispy Kreme Donuts, long known for its high-calorie treats, plans to offer low-sugar donuts to attract dieters and diabetics. Oh, man. I sure hope it doesn't have any of that <laughs> in it. Yeah. Crap. Exactly how low the sugar content would be is something only the company knows, and even in the hallowed halls of Donut Central, the answer may still be evolving. Krispy Kreme spokeswoman Amy Hughes says she doesn't know because the do-no-nut uh, the, the do is still in the early stages of development. It's set to debut before the end of the year. One of Krispy Kreme's hot original glazed donuts has 10 grams of sugar and 200 calories. I'll take three, please. More than half of those calories come from fat, 12 grams of it. Krispy Kreme lover Clint Beaver says while a low-sugar donut is a good idea, he doubts he'll be giving up on the original glazed variety. As for me, I'd, I'll die eating the fattening donuts, said Beaver, a student at Wake Forest University School of Medicine. <laughs> He's got to be a doctor so he can go kill some people. One of his med school friends, Nathan Painter, found the whole idea of a low-calorie donut strange. It just seems odd they're trying to be healthy, said Painter, adding that he'll give one a try. The idea of offering a low-sugar donut isn't new for Krispy Kreme. We've been looking at this for some time, said Hughes. Krispy Kreme's plans are in line with those announced recently by a number of fast food giants, including McDonald's, which is phasing out supersized portions of fries and drinks, except for special promotions by the end of the year. No more pooper-sizing. Wednesday, the House passed legislation that would ban lawsuits against these joints on the grounds they could bankrupt fast food chains and restaurants, even though, of course, they are killing us, and we don't care about that because they donate a lot of money to the right wing. Live and let die. Did we get that on there, Guns N' Roses? I thought we did. I got you, babe, Sonny and Hair, redone by UB40 and Chrissy Hind. Yes. 
Chrissy behind. Do we have that on From there? the pretenders. Oh. Five six seven oh five. Remember the great pretender by the Platters? Of course not. On Decca Records. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound five sixty on the AT and T. How about the Flying Saucer? Speaking of that record by Buchanan and Goodman. I remember the Flying Nun. David in Miami says, speaking of Joe and Mark, he says, unfortunately, it sounds as if it's a sexual harassment issue. As ridiculous as it is, if a woman walks by your orifice and you have an offensive photo on the screen, could be something you're viewing, a screen server wallpaper, screensaver wallpaper, it's considered sexual harassment. It further goes on to a bikini calendar on the wall. But this smells of sexual harassment. Maybe that's why you can't get her name because she's protected whoever the she is from Power 96 that we don't have the name yet. No. But the person with the photos on his computer screen should have been reprimanded, not you and Mark. David, Miami, you are... Absolutely correct, You got your thumb right on it, man. They didn't have a, a computer on somewhere. It wasn't on their website. I mean, the whole thing is so absolutely stupid. It's even the obnoxious Jim Sarney says that something's got to stink somewhere, okay? People over there in Naples, man, the Beasley people, the same people that are running Howard Stern over there, by we should point out, on their FM in Naples who's coming under tremendous assault, who's under 75 delays, and they fired Joe and Mark because somebody found a, a photo with a stripper on it on a website from 80, from seven months ago. You know what I really think? What do you really think? I think it's another one of those cost-cutting measures to me. We just, you know, they're talking about, well, maybe uh, Dave Hagan wants to be on in there and this one yeah. and that one. I don't think anybody's going to be on in there. I think it's going to be Sporting News Radio. They open up a pot of cost and nothing. What did I say two days ago? Yeah. This, to me, just looks like uh, window dressing on another cost-cutting measure by the Beasleys. An excuse. Yeah. Just waiting to find an excuse to get them off the air. Well, I'm not making us any money, and you know. I mean, I, I don't know that for a fact. That's just my guess, because I don't think anybody could be this stupid. It's one thing to overreact. It's another thing to go off the end like Renfield and, uh, you know, <laughs> Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> Charles in Deerfield Beach says, Just a thought, but I think it's safe to say this whole FCC witch hunt got its impetus by the exposure of Janet Jackson's mammary gland on TV. So I ask you, is it my imagination that most of the heads rolling as a result of that unfortunate wardrobe malfunction seem to be on radio? That's right, Charles. We had an article on our website the other day about uh, how radio always takes it up the old chute, and TV, well, they get off easy. Not that I'm trying to start yet another conspiracy theory, says Charles. Paul's suggestion for yesterday, and this is a good one, 100. Or 100 instead oh, of 100. Yeah, 100. 100. 100 bucks. Oh, here's a good one. Pinball Wizard, Elton John. Never dawned on me. He redid a lot of good stuff. Yeah, he did. The uh, Who. The Who. Mm -hmm. And Elton John remade it. Pinball Wizard. You got that on there, uh, Josh? Yeah, I got it. Excellent. Paul says, I heard W on CNN refer to his conversation with the Prime Minister of Spain, Jose Maria Aznar, by saying, I just got off the phone with His Majesty King Jose Maria Aznar of Spain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, at least he's making improvements. When he first met him three and a half years ago, he called him uh, uh, Ansar. Pr Prince Ansar. Prince Ansar, the Prime Minister of Spain, Jose Maria Aznar. He probably thought he's kin to Ed Aznar. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Let's get another two, 3,000 songs on the list here so it'll keep you real busy over the weekend. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. Um, Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, um, uh, you got to do Rollover Beethoven, uh, originally Chuck Berry. By the Beatles. And Beatles. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks Good one. Rollover Beethoven, originally Chuck Berry, but the Beatles did the remake. Beatles also used a lot of other people's material. Yes, they did. 
This has nothing to do with anything. I just happen to like this song a lot. It's free. It ought to be big in South Florida, baby. It's free. Just like that salad dressing, it says right there in a bottle, crap, free. If it's it free, it's free in a bottle, yeah. Oh, by the way, Wednesday, he's going to be doing the radio with the, the uh, Rimmermeister. And Jigs is going to be doing with uh, what? Where? When? When? Jigsmeister is going to be doing the uh, TV with uh, Denise Potfan. Boy, that's a good match. That's a match made in heaven. I'm sorry, Jigs. That's a shot. Nobody deserves to be hooked up with a Denise Meister. What a, oh, my God, dumb homophobic frog. WQAM, hello. Yeah. Neil. Yes, sir. I got a big one. You got a big one? Yeah. Righteous Brothers Unchained Melody. Al Hibbler. Hi, Hibbler. No. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. That was the best call of my 28 years, sir. Thank you so much. That was sensational, yeah. You see how America's uh, learning now? You can almost hear the goose stepping right through the speakers in your radio. This is Al Hibbler. He comes up with Heil Hitler. (laughs) It was beautiful. Back at you. All right. That's a good one. Unchained Melody, the unctuous, righteous brothers, one half of whom are still alive. Now, which one was it died, Bill Medley? Ah, the one. I don't really know. The one of them left. The one who was doing all the drugs. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I got one for the poll. All righty. Um, Higher Ground by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Stevie Wonder original. Higher Ground? Yes, sir. Stevie Wondered on Higher Ground? Higher Ground. Can't Going around it. with Higher Ground. Okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Thanks a lot, Pally. All righty. Have a great weekend. Remember Stevie Wonder doing Higher Ground? No, I don't, but... Well, let me look it up. I don't remember that. I can't say that I heard Higher all love, higher ground, stories. Stevie Wonder, 473. Don't be correcting our astute listeners, okay? This I guy knows it. his crap. April 73, higher ground, Stevie Wonder. I just don't remember that thong. But that's a good choice. Red Hot the Chili Peppers, they're, uh, they're okay. They're, they're like in and outers, you know what I mean? Some stuff they do is really good, and some stuff it's like... They were really good, then Anthony kicked the drugs, and now they suck. Is that what it is? Yeah. And now everything they do sounds the same. You know, you know? syrupy, right. Boring. Join George tomorrow from noon to 2 at Eddie Accardi Dodge, 2300 North Federal Highway in Pompino Beach, a mile south of Atlantic Boulevard, just past the Boatorama. George is going to have prizes of questionable value and, of course, free sandwiches courtesy of Atlantic City Subs. I bet you Fat Rich stops by to say hi. He might. For the free food. No, he'll stop by to see you because he'll probably be on his way to the track, a little simulcasting, a little plunging tomorrow night. Why not? So join us. So much a guy and his uh, thug, thug Josh. Well, did have, we did have Scott, but Scott is not going to be allowed in Pompano. Uh, Josh, for food, fun, and hijinks tomorrow to Cardi Dodge, Federal Highway in beautiful Pompano Beach, noon to 2. And then you can zip right over to the track, catch some simulcasting, plunge your brains out. Just bring a whole suitcase full of money, okay? They'll treat you right. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Three quick points. Okay. Yesterday's Paul Gunna. I'm going to call Neil instead of going to. Gunna. I'm going to. Okay. Today's poll, since you've got Van Halen already, the best rem- improved remake, I think, is uh, Smoking in the Boys' Room. It was, uh, I believe it was Brownsville Station and then Motley Crue. Originally, Crew. yeah. And who did it afterward? Motley Crue. Motley Crue. They rocked it up quite a bit. That'll do. Good one. And uh, final point, yesterday you, Neil God, kind of stepped over the line. I heard something that you, I heard you say something that right-wingers have said about you and Howard. 
you said CNN should not be allowed, should be pulled off the air. Yeah. Now, I know your point of view, and I know your, you know your train of thought, but that's a dangerous type of comment. Oh, I'm sorry. Like I said, CNN should be yanked. I, I understand it, Neil, but you, but you know what I'm saying, too, right? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Okay. Uh, but I still say it. CNN needs to be off the air. I, I wouldn't argue with it either, but you, you know Every, my everybody, Anybody else can be on the air except CNN. How's that? Okay. Have a great day, pal. See Kyle. Okay. Heil Hitler. <laughs> yeah, Heil Hitler. Let's get used to it, baby. Heil Hitler. Oh, there is a great... Well, was it yesterday on our... Uh, uh, see, a lot of the bedtime stories we have, they're just too long for me to even think about reading even part of them on the air. Because if you only read part, it doesn't give the whole, uh, you know deal but about the uh, guy who wasn't apologizing for uh, comparing the uh, um, Bush regime to the uh, Nazis and he talked about the, the uh, preponderance of homosexuals in Nazi Germany and uh, the, even the speculation that Hitler was bisexual and about how they then turned to persecute all the homosexuals along with everybody else except of course those who sucked up to them that doesn't sound too familiar does it Miss Fudge no not at all or any of those people like you log cabin rollers we're probably rolling some right now. Fudge, that is. 12.13 at 5.60 QM. CNN uh, has to be off the air. Live and local. By one. This is 5.60. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Blob. Okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger is back, defending our way of Bush with two-fisted action in I'm a D-Center for the GHS. My job is to infiltrate and destroy liberal dissenter groups who disagree with our glorious administration. I must earn their trust to believe I am one of them. What I do not know is I am a dissenter for the DHS. <laughs> Hello. Bush lied. Und soldiers died. Welcome, comrades. It's good for you to come. Now that you are with us... You can help me put up these anybody but Bush posters. Wait a minute. What are you... Oil Packs America, baby! <laughs> Don't miss California's cartoon governor, Arnold Schwarzenegger, in I'm a Decenter for the DHS, only on GBS, the conservative broadcasting system. Yeah, we need somebody serious to run for president like Arnold. <laughs> there you go. 1217 at 560 WQAM. All along the Watchtower, the best remake of a hit song ever. Jimi Hendrix, 64, rest in peace. Knocking on Heaven's Door is making a move, Guns N' Roses, 51. I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston, 20. See, it's a two-house race right now. I mean, when Whitney Houston is that high up on the list, that tells you these are not the best group. How about... All right, that wasn't a remake, though. No, I know, I just played it. It's a good song. It just happens to be on the list. Just, it's uh, party time five. You ever see this? Uh, these series? These series is? Yeah, I wish I had that one. That's a good one. In fact, yesterday I played some of these too, including uh, Eddie Kay's uh, usual theme song that I'm really getting tired of hearing. Ah, I feel good. Oh no! Huh? Hate that. Bust it! <laughs> Come on now. I'm feeling good. Or how about? I can't even say the title anymore, can you? We got the... Yeah. The bleep. We fought the... And the... One.
Here's one I think the NRA likes a lot. Anyway, good disc. It has absolutely nothing to do with anything. Let's see, the ultimate remake is and always will be Vanilla Fudge's You Keep Me Hanging On, which, of course, was originally done by the uh, <laughs> wonderful, <laughs> lovely, <laughs> inebriated Diana Ross and the Supremes. You Keep Me Hanging On. Vanilla Fudge, which uh, lasts about seven and a half minutes, something like that. Right. Right? That's why we like it in this business. I can't believe nobody called in this one yesterday orientated as opposed to oriented. I got this new job, and I have to get orientated. Excellent one. Also, sing for the moment, not sing for a moment. Sing for the moment. I still know that song. Do you? Mm-mm. Sing for the moment. That's an Aerosmith song? Uh. Well, let me look up the title, okay? It'll kill some good time here. Boy, this book weighs about many, many pounds. About 30, man. We never got the name of that uh, KC. No. Oh, oh, please don't wait for me. Friday in the good mood. Come on, one hit wonders, baby. No, oh no. Anyway, uh, it's sing for the moment, and guess what? It's still, it's still out in here. I don't got no sing. Uh, I got sing a song, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Sing, boy, sing. Tommy Sands on Capitol Records. Remember Tommy Sands? No. Teenage crush, Tommy Sands. You remember that? Shame yeah. on you. How about Tab Hunter? You remember him? I bet you, what, what's what? his name, dude? Tony Perkins. Well, I'll tell you what. I get a little bit excited thinking about Tony Perkins and Tab Hunter. That's the rumor. Of course, Tony Perkins is dead. And when Tab Hunter finally croaks, oh, last night on, I uh, guess who Larry had on last night? I give up. Since I'm over the age of 100, I mean, I'm allowed to watch it once in a while. He had on Rock Hudson's wife. She was married to him for three years. Yeah. Yeah. His, uh, and they did it. Prop wife. They did it. He probably closed his eyes and thought of Gomer. Is that what it was? Thought of Goober? Him too. In fact, you know what the first thing was she said to Larry? We did it! <laughs> That's what she said. Anyway, moving right along, let's see. Uh, former Brothers Johnson lover till I heard you say it. What, is it. what does that mean? Sign me a former Brothers Johnson lover till I heard you say it. Uh. What does that mean? What's wrong with the Brothers Johnson? Anyway, this has the potential to win. I get by with a little help from my friends. A little help from my friends. Originally the Beatles on Sgt. Pepper. Remade by Joe Cocker and his sister, Alta Cocker. The Wonder Years theme song, says UCF Kenny. A little help from my friends. Now, he, he writes, I get by with a little help from my friends, but I'm sure that's not the song, right? Right, you're right. A little help from my friends. Joe Cocker, you got it there, uh, Josh? Got it. Good. Josh is right on top of it. Rick says, sitting on the dock of the bay should be on a pull remade by Michael Bolton. Oh, now, even a parody on sitting on a bench in the way, which we know about. And I think that's one of the ten that we can still play, of course. We are sitting on the couch, we can't play that. We'll see... Here's another example of not understanding the poll, Rick. I mean, Rick usually faxes good stuff, but in this particular case, um, what do you think was the best remake of a hit song? And then he says it was remade by Michael Bolton, among others. Well, what does that mean? My wife took the car to the mall. See what I'm saying? 
But if you want, we'll put Michael Bolton on there sitting on the dock and we'll humor him, even though, of course, you were puking before. Forget about it. Well, I don't have to type it. Doc. Oh, you know something? You know the reason that we didn't get the uh, KC thing? I got the wrong song. <laughs> Am I stupid or what? Am I dumb? Yes. Moron? Yes. Jackass? Yes. Fool? Uh, the KC song was... Ah. Right? Right. Now it makes a big bell. All right, now dancing in the streets, but who are we going to put down? We don't have that on it. Uh, who remade no. that? Besides uh, KC. Martha and the Vandellas. Well, no, forget about KC. Let's see. Dancing in the streets. Mick and David Bowie did it. Mick Jagger and David Bowie. Well, Van Halen did it. Too. But I, we don't want to put Van Halen. We already got a couple of Van Halens. What about Mick and David Bowie, uh, 85, huh? All right. What? I hated their version. Are you picking on Mick? Oh, I don't like it either. I, I, I mean, like there, there's only... You know what would be great? Here's an idea for Book of Brian to stick the, the Howard Dean uh, places in there. Huh? <laughs> They're dancing Arizona. That would be great. It would take a little bit of work, but I think he can handle it. If anybody could, that little bald-headed geek, Book of Brian, he could do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh, I'm sure he's working on it now. Yeah, it's perfect. Tracy and Kendall says, my vote is for Tommy James and the Shondell song, Money Money, remade by the bizarre Billy Idol. That's a good one. Okay. It says, would you play a drop of the uh, Purim Lady since uh, the holiday passed while you were on vacation? Oh, now, did, you already told me you had your um, home and tosh, which is nice. Indeed, and uh, it was a wonderful food basket from the Halberstams this year. Trail uh, mix. Yeah. Cookies. Biscotti. Happy Purim! Fruit. Everything. Don't take any bullshit from me. Hey. Happy Purim. Enough of the puking. Thanks for calling. See your mother also. Happy Purim. Well, we sure miss her. She was the best. Have a great day, too, Tracy and Kendall. Thanks for the memories. Well, can I say thanks for the Reese. Jeff says, good current hit remake by Cheryl Crow of the first cut is the deepest, written by Cat Stevens and recorded by Rod Stewart, is a pretty good-sized hit. It was fairly big. About like this. The first cut is the deepest. Cat. Cheryl Crow. Also, Ronald Isley is alive and well. Spent some years as Mr. Big, just completed an album with Burt Bacharach. John Lennon always said the Beatles' twist and shot was an homage to the Isley Brothers. See, there you go, Mr. Smarty Pants. Mr. Smarty Pants, the Isley Brothers, are the, you got the same thing with Marvin Gaye as you got with the Isley Brothers. You do not do give not them like the credit. Isley Brothers. Nah, uh, you don't like Marvin Gaye, though. I do like Marvin Gaye. Just the Beach Boys are better. No. Okay. No, you don't like him because his name is Gaye. That's the problem. You're not fooling anybody. It's, it's a spick thing. You're 26 gay. past noon at 560, your gay station, QAM. We are Sports Radio 560.
would say this is probably the greatest song ever recorded. And I'm not going to argue with it. Really? Really? I love it. What's that That's what like? we need, boys and girls, a little more of that Philadelphia freedom in America, but it's dead, dead, dead. Thanks to these right-wing lunatics, these fascists, these Hitlerian lunatics that have taken over that stole the election in broad daylight. You see, here's the deal, and this is why I say CNN needs to be off the air like by 1 o'clock at the latest. Maybe by 12.33 would be better. By the way, Eric, for some reason our clock has slowed down two minutes, but it's not the right time. But anyway, have you noticed that? No, I didn't. Let me look. Yeah, on our web, on our homepage. Huh, so it has. Yeah, something strange about it. Probably a commie pinko uh, conspiracy. Heil Hitler. But <laughs> CNN reports this thing yesterday and today. The House passes the indecency bill 391 to 22 with no comment, with no debate, with no co like, uh, oh, okay. Wolf Blitzkrieg my ass. Of course, for the I'd love to see, I'd love to see them come up from behind him right now with a muzzle and just put a big kerchief right around his mouth and drag him off kicking and screaming like Howard Beale. Wouldn't you love to see that? Yeah, I'd pass. Just drag his ass off the stage. Oh, now what is this thing? Top TV radio station contributors. Eric uh, emailed me something. I guess I'll have to look at it during the next break. He says, in particular, look at the Beasleys. Uh-oh. Look at those Beasleys. Oh, <laughs> we can't afford to pay Joe and Mark, but we can afford to be, uh, you know, whatever they're doing. Let's see. Here's one. It says, I'm currently looking for any photo of Howard David with strippers at all film stars, even a hooter girl with a nipple sticking out. If any of your listeners might have these photos, I'll be using them for a website I'm starting. Once it's up and running, I'll inform George, and he can look at the site at work. Hopefully someone in your sales department will see this, and Mo will be fired. Sincerely, Defoe. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I like that. By the way, we got a guy here in Toronto, Defoe, who looks like your twin brother. Paul Romanuk. He's on an awful Sunday morning show on Leafs TV. Oh, the reporters. Paul Romanuk. He's like Defoe Light. Cratch in a Cradle, Harry Chapin, 1974. Ugly Kid, uh, what? Joe? Ugly Kid Joe, yeah. I know it's Joe, but look at the way that's written. It looks like Joe. <laughs> Ugly Kid Joe, 1993. So that's good. Ugly Kid Joe, as in Joe Mama. Says David from Penfield, no less. I wonder if that's Penfield, New York. Must be, huh? Must be. That must be my friend David from Penfield, New York. Well, excellent choice, David. Moving right along, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Marvel's line. Did I plug your thing again? I think I did. At a Cardi Dodge. Oh, well, next hour. Okay. Let's not overdo it. Okay. I used to be your hard the time came. I'll tell you right now, anybody out... Oh, look what just happened. That is the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen in my life. What? 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 Wow! My computer, the uh, the monitor for the uh, phone for the Telos. Yeah. It was uh, it was in the um, you know screensaver thing. Mm -hmm. So I slid my mouse. Can I say that? I slid my yeah. slid my Careful. I slid my a little bit. You touched your and mouse. And now, it's like bizarre. What like it's negative? Like, yeah. What is that all about? Uh, I think it's uh, gonna blow up. Is it? Let's take a call. QAM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi. And look how good the phone call sounds now. I think something great just happened. Oh, Kyle Hitler, yes, your, sir. For all your musical look-up needs, all music guide, it's on the Internet. I don't know if you still use that, but uh, it'll tell you everything you want to know, and it's free. Excellent. That's what we like. We like free and easy. www.allmusic.com. Allmusic.com. Thanks, Pally. I love you. All right. See ya. 
How do you like that? Now, this thing is still staying in this mode. I don't want to lose it. Have you ever seen it like this? Uh, I've seen weird things before. <laughs> Not like this. This is beautiful. It's like, uh, I mean, the, the white part is white, except on the bottom where the clock is, and then on the right where all the uh, the phone lines are and the flashing. and the, uh, Wow. It's like psychedelic. It's just like I just uh, did a few of the mushrooms I brought back from Amsterdam. I mean, WQM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Pretty good. Good. I got one for the poll, and I got a question. Okay. Um, Easy by Lionel Richie. You know that Right. One? Um, it was covered by Faith No More. Faith No More? You're yeah, right. they, it was the B-side on a single. Okay. And the question was... Um, That's a pretty good song, even though I don't like Lionel Richie that much. It's okay. Oh, it's a good song, though. Yeah, it is. Is, um, is. is Josh's mother available tonight? And if so, will she give it up in the first date? 7.30. Meet you at the QM door. But the answer to the second question is no. And send oh. a picture. Now, Oski says... Remember Oski from uh, Summer 42? That's right. You never saw that movie. No. It was Benji and Oski. Good afternoon, Neil and George. It says, please see if you can find Roar of Beethoven by ELO. I think I got it. Do you? I know I have the best of ELO, so if it's on air, I got it. I love ELO. ELO is great. The beginning is very deceiving. The rest is pure jukin and jivin. You might want to play the whole thing. How about he or she commentated, oh, yeah, commentated, and a Rush favorite, Tate a Tate, where he doesn't know that it's uh, to pronounce the T in the second Tate as well. He says Tate a Tate. <laughs> he should know better. Well, maybe he takes some of the wrong drugs. It says, it's great. Keep it up on the show, too, says Oski. Well, I'll get my ELO disc out momentarily during the break. Okay. okay. I think we had enough Elton John. Well, I love Elton John, but I, I don't mm -hmm. want to get you all The upset. old Elton John. Right. That's like, for example, different. like this. Like, I hate that I'm still standing song. You don't like I'm still standing? I hate it like poison. I love it. Bad. That's one of my favorite You just like the video because of all those beat tracks. You probably like that one he did on South Beach. What was that? A, 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 a something in Spanish? A word in no, Espanol? No. Una palabra en Espanol? No. Well, he was just down there to hang out with those uh, hot young... Uh, remember? We, oh, yeah. That's right. It was before your time. Nick Lawrence was my producer. You don't remember this, do you? Rock and roll. No. When he located those two uh, male models who were in that video. You talk about it all the time. And he, he actually located and brought them in on the uh, show. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it, but they were both... Uh, well, let me say this. Makeup can make you look a lot better. Okay, that's a very delicate yeah. way of putting it. They weren't really all that, all that great. But at any rate, one of them kind of like, we had to put lead weights on them to keep them on the floor. But that's South Beach for you. You know, what can you do? 5670560, oh, pound 560. And uh, yeah, that was a good video. Una palabra en español. See? Okay. okay. Yeah, maybe okay video. Oh, I just love sitting here. I'm, I'm just not taking any calls. I'm just going to sit here and look at this monitor, man. I have never seen <laughs> nothing like it. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Listen, I had one for uh, yesterday's... Uh... Thing. It's a word that you, you're guilty of saying. You say Schwarzer. It's not Schwarzer, it's Schwarzer. I never Schwarzer. say Schwarzer. I never never say that. Schwarzer. You say Schwarzer. Yeah. That's a, never say that Schwartz. Is. No. The only Schwartz I know is like Arnold Schwartz. He has a deli on South Beach. Get with it, schmuck. Ah, schmuck. 21 till 1. Schmuck. I'm going to look for my ELO and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to stare at this thing. It is mesmerizing. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Say hey, mano, and wear that on my head now. I want to wear slick 50 in my hair and dark sunglasses to 
face. I wanna drive in a big car with leopard skin interior with loud ass bass. I want a girl named Juanita. I want a girl named Juanita with long black hair, fake blue eyes, and big gold chains. See, Cup 45 at 560 WQAM. So Frank says, uh, you haven't mentioned the two I sent are excellent remakes. Uh, I didn't know that he sent them. Uh, this is the first time I saw this fax. Plus, Motley Crue remake of Smoking in the Boys' Room, Grand Funk Railroad uh, 2 has got a pair. Right? Yeah. And Megadeth remake of No More Mr. Nice Guy, Alice Cooper. Well, we didn't have that one yet, so we didn't have it on there. Right? Now we do. There you are. Here's one. I shot the sheriff, Eric Clapton, Bob Marley, from Cliff and Coral Springs. Thanks, Cliff. Yaman. Now, here's an interesting thing. Here's a response that the uh, assholes, I mean, the uh, fine gentleman at Clear Channel sent to one of our listeners, Michael in Boca, who was uh, contacting them, communicating with them his great displeasure with their uh, removal of the Howard Stern show from Big. And let me say it again before I read this crap that they sent him back. We have listed on our website... Right there on the, right near the top of the page. All of the eight South Florida Clear Channel radio stations for you. In Dade Broward and Palm Beach. So govern yourselves accordingly. That's my suggestion to you. If you want to get even with Cheap Channel, not only don't listen to any of the rate stations, but certainly do not loan them any tangible support if you catch my drift. Don't tell anybody that you listen to Big or any of those other seven uh, evildoer stations. That's, that's the best way. Just like Joey Zaza, man. Send him a message. Immediately, if not sooner. Don't have one other Beethoven, sorry. But what's not to like about Evil Woman, huh? Nothing. Is this chopped liver or what? Some of us have married one. We love E.L. Oh! Some of us uh, have one for a mother. Many of us. <laughs> trust me, man. Well, I trust you. Some of us have one for a sales bitch, our sales managers. Roy! Dear Mr. So-and-so, thank you for your message. Clear Channel Radio's decision to suspend Howard Stern from our stations is based on our regulatory obligations and commitment to airing material that conforms to the standards and sensibilities of the local communities we serve. (laughs) Right. That's why he only has a 10 share in men. The decision to suspend the Howard Stern show was difficult. However, as broadcast licensees, we have a legal obligation to protect our listeners from indecent material when children are most likely to be in the audience. As a result, we will not air Howard Stern on clear channel stations until we're assured that the show will conform to acceptable standards of responsible broadcasting. In other words, till hell freezes over. We have full confidence in our ability to provide compelling, entertaining, and informative programming (laughs) that is not indecent and meets the tastes and desires of our listeners. Right. Like Petey Lenny's uh, cooking show. We're coming to 8.50 soon, I'm sure. 
We greatly appreciate and value your feedback and have sent your comments to the appropriate Clear Channel representative. Sincerely, Omar Thompson, Vice President of Marketing Communications. Is that not to make you puke or what? Talk about a standard pat form letter answer. How many how many thousand letters and complaints and emails do you think they got? About 30, man. I bet you they got 100,000. People really pissed off and fired up. Well, we have to uh, do things that, you know, we're bull crap. All you're doing is sucking up to the Bushmeister. You're not fooling nobody. Okay, oh, Simon and Garfunkel did uh, the song Time. Oh, that's not the name of the song. I don't think that's it's called Hazy song. Shade of Winter. That's it. That's it. Look around, piece of ground. It's a hazy shade. Hazy shade of winter is the uh, song. Mm -hmm. And the Bengals. Where, where did they come up with time? And the Bengals redid it. Much more upbeat. And they liked it better, which is fine. Hazy shade of winter. The uh, Bengals. Here's another uh, bad, bad thing. Duct tape instead of duct tape. Okay. Duct tape you put around a duck's beak. Duct right. tape used to uh, wrap up uh, uh, Wolf Blitzkrieg's mouth. Oh, I'd, I'd love to see a miner with duct tape around his puss. Man, he he just gives me the willies. Let me. I know it's Hazy Shade of Winter because I played it 80 million times on the air as a disc jerky, and I like that song. It's a good song. You got it, the Bangles? We got it. Let's see. What, what am I looking for? Hazy Shade of Winter. Oh. One moment, please. I mean, why, why am I looking for this? Huh? Why do I have doubts? Primal doubt. Here it is. Simon and Garfunkel, 66. The Bangles, 88. He by Al Hitler. Heil Hitler. <laughs> The McGuire sisters and the Righteous Brothers. Righteous Brothers must have been big uh, Al Hitler fans because they kept redoing his uh, crap. So there we go. We got the Hazy Shade of Winter. We got uh, Smoking in the Boys' Room. No more Mr. Nice Guy. We got I Shot the uh, Sheriff. I was going to play that um, I Shot the Sheriff thing, and I listened to it during the break. Can't play it. It had too many <laughs> problems. Huh? Too shocking. Well, I mean, no, seriously. What What are we talking about here, boys and girls? Jesus. 391 to 22. The obscenity bill passes in the House. It'll, it'll, uh, a, a different version, somewhat different version, will pass in the Senate. El Presidente, uh, the, uh, Chancellor, the Reich Marshal will sign it, and then it'll be, uh, that'll be it. And then everybody's gonna have to be, uh, like peeing in their pants because, well, here's a half a million dollar fine for you, and here's a billion dollar fine for you. And, and just based on what? Based on the fact that they just sat around and made it up. They keep embellishing it and embellishing it. First, it was the seven George Carlin words. That was back in the 70s. How many years ago was that? About 30, man. 32 years ago. But a George Carlin 730 words. And instead of progressing, and instead of a country where they were, were growing up a little bit, no, we keep taking gigantic steps backward. Sexual activity or excretory activity. Well, what does that mean? Nobody even knows what it means. And now they say, forget about local community standards, which it always was. It's based on the average listener in the U.S. The average, is there such a thing as the average person? No. Forget about average listener. The, the average person. No. Oh, wait. There's no such thing. I You're talking about 300 word. million people. And by, and by the way, keep in mind, they will decide. Your government in action, they'll decide. Oh, I'm going to read that again. I don't want to like paraphrase. I want to read it right from the horse's ass. In order to be found indecent, the, the language involved, whether explicit, double entendre, innuendo, or sound effects, must constitute a patently offensive description or depiction of a sex act, organ, or excretory function. In determining whether language is patently offensive, however, it's important to recognize that local community standards are not used. Since when? A week from circus, I guess. Rather, the FCC considers whether an average adult listener in the U.S., an average adult listener, would find the broadcast matter patently offensive, 
and the FCC will rely on its own expertise in determining the standards of the average adult listener. For this reason, the FCC has held that the actual popularity among adults residing in the market where programmers will not insulate material from the finding of indecency. You could have a 99 share, but if we decide that it's indecent, well, you're screwed. So I figure it's somebody that got at like a C average in school, makes a real average income, has a real average looking, you know, face, wife, yeah. children, drives an average looking car. Right. Let's find that guy. Average white guy. Average white band. Here's a fax that says, used to listen to Joe and Mark overnight, but it was uh, better when they were on Saturday afternoons. They were doing that for a while, uh, oh. to understand. Even when they talked sports, they made it fun entertaining. These guys are not boring like the rest. It's a shame they're gone since Larry and Coral Springs. P.S., is there anything we can do to get them back? Call to write the station? Absolutely. They ought to be flooded with phone calls and with the emails. Well, what, what should we, uh, what do we want to give out? Main Don't, office wait. number. Huh? The main office number. And who are they going to call for? Carlos. <laughs> You're going to have our audience calling for Carlos? You're yeah, going to do that to our... He'll, our uh, he'll carry the message along. Yeah, I bet he will. He will. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Okay, what's that number? 305. 305-653-6796. 6-7... Well, don't don't give me with a question mark. Well, I mean, Josh, I Josh is a uh, verified. That is it. correct. <laughs> oh, absolutely correct. <laughs> got it on correct. a post-it note in that room. 305-653-6796. I know we have a Broward number. Do we have it? Uh, Yeah, but well, we'll get I, it. I don't have that memorized. We'll get it. Okay? If we don't get it, you'll get it. So there you go. We'll give the numbers out. If you want to complain, call in the director. Complaint. Don't just sit and take it laying down. And I'm going to say it again. It bothers me deeply. I don't want to like be the odd man out, but I don't really care. I always am anyway. It's the only non-sports show on the station. But it just disturbs me that my colleagues don't seem to be going to bat. You know, suppose it would have been Hank. Suppose, uh, you know, we, we had that incident with Hank being suspended for a week. I went ballistic over that because I think that was uh, totally inappropriate and excessive and ridiculous. And now we got Joe and Mark getting canned and Vlad and Anthony as well. They're good guys. They, they never stole a freight train. They, I mean, no, they're not out in the middle of the day. It's not a pivotal program for the radio station. They're not making us any money. But the fact of the matter is to just sit back and watch your colleagues get screwed over. I mean, with Pharrell, it was a different story. Everybody knew Pharrell was going to get fired. It wasn't a question of uh, if. It was a question of when. He had more lives than an ever-ready cat. They warned him and warned him. He had how many meetings a day? About 30, man. Signed papers. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to say that. And he just kept doing it. He shot himself in the foot. So I can't feel too much sympathy for him. He's got a, he's got an endless history of getting canned everywhere he goes because he's got a, a career death wish. So it's unfortunate. But he's just uh, he's uh, out of control. He's an uncontrollable whirling dervish. On the other hand, these guys, these guys are like Sunday school preachers by comparison. And somebody allegedly finds a photo on somebody else's website from seven months ago, walks by it and is bitterly offended and, and lodges a complaint or starts a big simmons, and, and that's the excuse for canning their ass? I don't think so. What a joke. What an embarrassment. So I think that some of the other people on this station ought to be raising holy hell, too. Now, the, the humper, of course, he's, <laughs> he's probably not in a position right now to be raising too much hell, you know? He, they what took him to the woodshed last week, right. But some of the other people on there... I think it's about time that you looked around and started sniffing the daffodils, okay? Because if it was them this week, maybe it might be your ass next week, okay? For something you least suspect it might be. I guarantee you one thing. This show will not be the scapegoat 
of this radio station or any other radio station for the FCC. You can bet George's life on it, okay? And Greg and Duff and Clarence. Bet their lives on it. Boy, this thing has still got that just phenomenal color. I think this something, a miracle happened. Well, don't touch it. Oh, I just touched it. Nah. WQAM, hello. QAM. Uh, yeah, I got a great suggestion for that. You actually played yesterday. AP okay. Proud of Egg was covered by the stones. Right, good choice. And the only other thing I can think of is another great Aerosmith cover, which was uh, Helter Skelter by the Beatles. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Let's let's do the uh, the first one, okay? Ain't too proud of back. Originally, the Temptations and the Stones done it. Stones done a pretty good version of it, didn't they? Yeah, pretty good. Not not the Temptations though. I mean, the original is usually the best. What do you think was the best remake of a hit song? All along the Watchtower, Jimi Hendrix, '79. Knock on Heaven's Door, Guns N' Roses, '69. Oh, I will always love you, Whitney Houston, '22. Twist and Shout, The Beatles, '21. You really got me, Van Halen, '19. Southern Cross, Jimmy Buffett, 18. Blinded by the Blight, Manfred Mann, 17. See You Love, The Honey Dripper, 17. Cocaine, Eric Clapton, 14. <laughs> MacArthur Park, Donna Summer, 13. You Got a Friend, James Taylor, 12. Oh, do I despise James Taylor. And the sad part of it is I used to like him, you know? Yeah, I know how you feel. He just hung around too long. Just go away, Jimmy. Locomotion, Kylie Minogue, 12. Proud Mary, Ike and Tina Turner, 12. If there was you, till there was you, up, uh, Beatles, 12. It's My Life, No Doubt, 11. Walk This Way, Run DMC, 11. And Locomotion by Grand Funk with an N, 10. Say that very carefully. Articulate. Articulate. 1257 at 560 QAM. Live, live and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. QAM. Just the one to two hour. It's a phenomenon. If anybody has opinion, dissenting from our way, you place your name into the system, an enemy of the state. Don't even bother to question, just follow unto faith. Everybody's turning fascist, yes. fascist USA. In the act of patriotism, we're watching all of you. Everyone's under suspicion, so that's what you do. This has information, and all you mindless fools, in Bush Fatherland Nation, fascist USA. Clinton Zibaros too. Believe everything we tell you. And the state run news. Blood war and for corporate. Fill up your escalade. A Reuben Cheney Bush venue. Fascist USA. We don't mind to see our jobs go. A bad economy's good. We're fascinated by J-Lo. Don't read no stupid books. All now are embracing the tax American way. Oh, 
English Pete. English Pete. The English Pete. Beat. B e a t. Beat. Beat. English can't say it Beat. Anymore. English Pete. English Beat. <laughs> oh, I can't say Beat, man. All right, sorry about that. See ya. Thanks. English Beat. Yeah. The Tears of a Clown. Yeah. Never heard of it. Are you? You just made that up. Okay, sure. You just try. I saw that movie. Uh, Gaslight. What was it again? Gaslight. George Raft. Tears of a Clown. Miracles. There ain't no English beat. Now, when was that? Like in the last five minutes? No, like uh, late 80s. Well, it wasn't much of a hit. But anyway, put it on there. It'll make that guy happy. Make everybody happy. I never heard of it. And evidently, a lot of other people never did either. Don't be messing around with Smokey Robinson, okay? Quite frankly, of all the uh, Motown uh, singers and groups, he, I don't know. The miracles were okay. You know, If I liked it, it was a miracle. Why not? Sure. That ain't ringing. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, what about Ron and Fez? Ron and Fez? What was their song? No, no. <laughs> what? Ron and hey, Fez Watley? Hey, guess what? They're going to middays on that real radio station. Yeah. What do you think about that? I don't. It, I don't think anything it, about them. It's they either you or them. Yeah. But you can't do it because it's Clear Channel. Queer Channel. Yeah. See it. Okay. Boring. That's another Orlando guy. Thinks we care about Orlando radio. We don't. We're not interested in real radio, unreal radio. Ron and Fez, same old stuff. Strippers in the studio. They're getting, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff going on. Speaking, see, there's there's a good example. Like I said the other day, these were guys who didn't just have a bunch of naked skanks running around the studio. There was stuff going on, man. Stuff in the Paxson building. Buddy Bud, born again, goody two shoes. Buddy Bud Paxson with his Pax Network. Holy wholesome uh, crap. For all of America to go to sleep to. But uh, some picture pops up on a website somewhere last September, an incident that it was in a studio, and all of a sudden, Joe, I, I still think we're uh, we're both right about the economic thing of it. Mm -hmm. They don't want to pay it anymore. That's all. So they had to come up with some lame-ass excuse. In fact, uh, who knows? Who knows what the real story is back there? Who really saw that picture or why it was put? You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. I just, I'm not buying it. Sounds like a totally contrived story to me. Somebody, all I don't want, you know, there's a great song by the Castaways, which we all know. It's called... That's the Greg Reed theme song. They make up more stories. More BS. And, of course, birds of a feather hang out and play the banjo and a tree together. So the Beasleys and Greg, man, they're up there uh, doing it. WQAM, hello. Yeah, speak to Neil. Speaking. Hey, Neil, um, I got one for your poll. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, you lost that love and feeling, hauling oats. Hauling oh, yeah. floats, all right. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see it on the list before. I hey, thought not that on there yet. Well, you're right. Okay, thanks. Take care. You've lost that love and feeling, the Righteous Brothers. One of them is rolling over in his grave, and the other one is wondering where he left the good drugs. Hauling oats. Well, we got, we got that one cute bit. It's not, it's not really funny, but then again, we can't play anything funny anymore anyway. So it has to be cute, not funny. Just ah, that kind of funny. I gotta start eating right. My chest is getting tight. My cholesterol count is going off the chart. Bumping and bumping. I'm not feeling too good. I think I might buy the farm. Hi, I'm Daryl Hall. You know, even though my hair looks really good and I got a great bod and all the women really love me, I've got a problem. High cholesterol. So that's why I eat this new Hollow Note brand cereal. Every tasty little flake is shaped just like my partner John. 
except they're bigger and they don't hold back my career. Anyway, before you've lost that living feeling, rock and roll with a healthy bowl of Holland Oat Bran. Hey, it's the only thing I like better than me. Oh, try a bowl. Add some milk and chew it up. Try some Holland Oat. Be a bread eater. Holland Oat Bran cereal from the makers of Guns and Raisins. Oh, have a bowl. Be a bread eater. That had its moments. It was okay. I give it about a three and a half on a scale of ten. Here's a good facts. Neil, I want to let you know why our gas prices are skyrocketing. The OPEC countries are trying to remove a president they're afraid of so they can return Iraq to a Muslim control. The major OPEC countries are afraid they'll lose control of their countries if the new Iraq government succeeds with a democratic government and the people get too much freedom. So what better way to disrupt our election? Just raise crude oil prices, hope the next administration will pull out all of our troops, and let the next terrorist run rampant. Oh, my God, this sure. is such a Bush-looking facts. Like I said, a really lame facts. Idiotic. Pathetic. Lunatic. Right. Maybe that's why Bush runs around with Prince Bandar arm in arm, hand in hand. Maybe that's why they're kissing up in the tree. Says, I'm not a right-wing fanatic, but I don't want a foreign government trying to fix our election. Just something to think about. I thought about it, and you're wrong. You're full of crap. Anyway, here are three Canadian pronunciations which drive me nuts. And, of course, to show you that this facts, there's some of you people, you know, you fax this stuff like, oh, well, you really know something. You know nothing. Three for three. Canadians don't say that. Only French Canadians, frogs say tree. Okay? Tree. A boot for about. That, that one's right. And project for project. That is correct. You got two out of three, ain't, two out of tree ain't bad. They say marks instead of grades. And obviously you better go back up in the tree. Now they do spell things kind of strange like the Brits, like labor is L-A-B-A-O-U-R, flavor, F-L-A-V-O-U-R-A. A project, and of course he left out the most obvious one for all of us hockey fans, the organization, okay? The organization. And by the way, anybody ever hear of Marcus Nilsson? 113 at 560 WQM. Hey, spring into savings right now and save like never before on a new car or truck from Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. They're on US 1, just 20 simple easy minutes south of the 836. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead's worth the drive no matter where you live because they're going to save you a ton of cash on your great new Toyota. Check out these great leases waiting for you at Armstrong's right now. An 04 Camry or 4Runner for just 269 bucks a month for 48 months. How about an 04 Highlander for just 309 a month? Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America? You pay only 179 bucks a month for 48 months. These are just some of the fabulous savings going on right now at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. And now with the toll increases on those of you using cash on the turnpike, Armstrong's Toyota Homestead will give you a free sun pass when you get your new car truck, too. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a great new Toyota with an unbeatable deal today. So experience the Armstrong Toyota Homestead difference, locally owned and operated. They're committed to 100% customer satisfaction. The service department is even open late till late weeknights to make sure that your service work is done and done right. Like I keep telling you, it's easy to get there no matter where you live in South Florida because they're right at US-1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the 836. So please do yourself a favor. Don't waste your time with those mega dealers or car giants who always overpromise, underdeliver, and get you into their dealership under phony pretenses. Do the smart thing. Shop where you can trust the folks. David Rich at Armstrong Toyota Homestead. Call them at 305-242-3247. That's 305-242-3247. Drive a little, save a lot on your great new Toyota at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. In Miami Town. At 560. WQAM. 
A soap opera like nothing you've seen before. <laughs> Excuse me, esteemed father. What is it, my child? I have something I must tell you. What is it, my daughter? Oh, father, I am afraid to tell you. Afraid to tell me your own father? I fear I will bring shame upon our family. Nonsense. I am your father. I love you very much. You must tell me what is wrong. You promise you will still love me? Of course, my sweet child. A father's love is not erased by a simple misdeed. Very well. I am... Oh, I am pregnant. <laughs> oh, I see. Do, do you still love me, Father? Of course I do. But since you're pregnant and not married... Yes, Father? I'm afraid I must drag you down to the town square and, with the help of my friends and neighbors, stone you to death. <laughs> yes, my daughter, it is written that this is the punishment for what you have done. Could you check again, Father? <laughs> that I should only be grounded. No, grounding does not work. I must have you stoned. It's the first soap opera that focuses on a fundamentalist Middle Eastern family. May I speak with you, my esteemed husband? <laughs> what is it, my wife? Oh, I have something to tell you. I am listening. I am having an affair. Oh, right. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh, out to the backyard to collect some stones. Oh, do you mean... Yes, I must drag you to the town square where you will, of course, be stoned to death. You'll be mesmerized where you follow the lives of the Ahmed family and how they deal with the many problems that plague them. Oh, may I speak with you, my esteemed father? Yes, my son. <laughs> father, last night I used illegal drugs. Well, what do you know? You are one lucky boy. Oh, why is that, father? You are going to get stoned two nights in a row. <laughs> you won't want to miss The Guiding Shiite. The Guiding Shiite is shot on location in Baghdad, Iraq. <laughs> I guess it must be the Kerry's and the Heinz's that were in business with the Bin Laden's, wasn't it? Or, or could it have right. been the Bush family? I don't know. I get that confused. What an idiotic facts, like I should have said. 119 at 560 WQM. Here's one that says the uh, this morning the mole man went on and on about what a drunk Joe Robbie was. <laughs> and how Mo would see Joe Robbie staggering around the stadium and that Joe did nothing for the community other than support his local watering hole. It says F the mole man, to which I say. Absolutely. Yeah, good point. I'm listening. Good. I hope you are, you disgusting old coot. Joe Robbie built the stadium, okay? He didn't run around when he realized that he was going to have to do it himself. He didn't uh, keep whining and running around with his hand out like Wayne, like certain billionaires that we know, like Wayne, your boss. On his, by the way, who hates you like poison, Mo? I just mentioned that in passing. I'm glad to remember that. I have that on very good authority from inside the organization that Wayne hates Mo like poison. But nevertheless, unlike Wayne and other billionaires running around, oh, build us a stadium or we're going to go over like the Marlin people. Build us a stadium. We're going to go by by all of that crap. So you can knock Joe Robbie all you want. And he wasn't really a very pleasant guy. I have lots of problems with Joe Robbie. But nevertheless, he built a stadium that you're broadcasting the games in right now, schmuck. Yeah. Punk. Idiot. Moron. Even I like him. He didn't pick my pocket. I'm listening. Right. Didn't force the taxpayers to pay. Now, granted, the rest of his family inherited a real nightmare. But that's too bad because he's dead now anyway, Joe. Neil, how about the Atari's remake of the Eagles' Boys of Summer? Well, first of all, it wasn't the Eagles. It was Don Henley by himself, but nevertheless. Uh, the Atari's, got it? We got it. Boys of Summer. 
I mean, we don't want to nitpick with uh, Tucker, who's a good faxer, but nevertheless, I hope you don't know Tucker Carlson with his bow tie. <clears throat> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. If you uh, if you have never seen the uh, monitor like this, you must see it. Is it black and yellow? No, it's black and green. Ooh, yeah, it's a beautiful colors. thing. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I called. I called your station, and a guy says, uh, "I said I'd like to speak to someone to express my displeasure of the John Mark show being removed off the air." Right. And he says, "So, do you have a name of someone?" I said, "No, can't you tell me one?" Like, if you don't got a name, I don't know who you can talk to. And hung up. He hung up on you. Don't you think that you would that they would know? I mean, that's a pretty specific question. Don't you think? Yeah. He knows who you ought to be talking to, either Duff Lindsay or Clarence Darrow or, uh, or Greg, Greg Reed, one of the management people. It's sure. Amazing. The guy answers the phone for both stations. No, 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 no. Don't, don't say guy. <laughs> the, the word you're looking for is ting. That ting. Right. And I saw the Joe and Mark picture on another site called GroveSlam.com, and it's not too bad. I mean, it wasn't anything that I wouldn't, that I've never seen. Grove Slam. Right. Grove, like coconut grove. It's yeah. somewhere in the galleries. I thought, but I thought a long time ago. Yeah, and it's uh, much to do about nothing. Yeah, I agree. Well, keep, uh, keep call, call him back again. Bitch him out, okay? Bitch that thing out. All right. All right. I love you. Bye. Keep pinging away, okay? Hangs up on one of our listeners, okay? That's that's nice having that, that scumbag. See, it's okay for him to keep the job. He must have naked pictures out there that freaky Carlos. Yeah, but they're not on the Internet. Yeah. Not yet. Yet. Dressed up like uh, Susan Coochie Coochie Lucci. Here's Jim who says, I'm a long-time listener. I have a suggestion for you. You should place a link directly to the FCC homepage so everyone has easy access to those fascists to provide their views. Well, if you go to neorogers.com on our homepage, and you'll see on top, it, it doesn't really explain it too well because a lot of people, including even me, I forgot what those call it. KCJJ's free speech thought It's at the very top above the yellow banner that says we're nationwide. KCJJ's free speech thought which is what this station, Iowa City, Iowa, did all day yesterday. And they have, uh, it's not very well written out, but nevertheless, it's, it's there. It's got the address, the phone number for the White House. It's got, uh, people, uh, in Congress. It's got, uh, the FCC. Their email, their address, their phone number, their yada, 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 okay? In fact, there it is right now. Federal Communications Commission, the address, phone numbers, fax, etc. Michael Powell, all of those things. So just click on that, the banner there that it says KCJJ, whatever the hell it says, and it'll uh, take you right to it. Thanks, Jim. Good point. Because I'd like to do something, but it, this is the most frustrating feeling I've ever had in 40-some uh, years in the year. 391 to 22. Now, do these people have any idea what they're voting for? No. Oh, no, they're voting for God. They're voting for decency. They're voting for cleanliness and purity. And where's everybody else? Where are the liberals? Where are the Democrats? Where are the free speech defenders? Where's the ACLU? I'll tell you, the only people, I, I got it here somewhere, I wouldn't waste my time with it other because it's, it's pointless now. Oh, I hope I didn't Schmidt can it. Uh, the after people, the American Federation of Radio, I already threw it out. Damn it. Well, no, the reason I threw it out is because they sent all the members of Congress yesterday before the vote, they sent them a, a passion uh, plea. I think we might have put it on the website. I think I might have sent it to Eric. Uh, begging them not to vote for this thing and uh, explaining to them how it's, it's, it's just a... Uh, it's just an open avenue to start finding people and take away free speech just to make it up as you go along. And obviously they really listened very carefully to what the uh, after people had to say. <laughs> right, and it's up to you. 
It's an election year, baby, which, of course, is the reason that Michael Powell and his band of fascists brought this up this year. They used the <laughs> Janet Jackson, Justin Tinkerbell flap <laughs> at the Super Bowl just as an excuse, which is why I'm starting to wonder. Not that I'm a conspiracy theorist, but the John Mark thing, it seems to me, especially of budget cuts that we've heard lately at QAM. See, it's one thing, and maybe I'm totally off the base. I, I can't make the accusation, but I'm suspicious of it. Because something that minute, something that ludicrous, ridiculous, to use that as an excuse to fire four people, I'm not buying it. You'd have to be so panicky, you're like got June Allison uh, hanging out at your house every day with her depends. You'd probably have to mar borrow Moe's bag 15, 20, 30 times a day to catch my drift. I mean, if you want to say, well, guess what? We have budget cutbacks. We can't afford a live show in the morning. There's no revenue coming in. Something like that. We wish you guys luck. We want to keep Joe on on Saturdays. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? We wouldn't like it, but at least I think somebody could understand that. So there's a Save Joe and Mark section on the webpage now. Good. Save Joe and Mark section on neilrogers.com. Good. And I hope that some of the other people that work on this radio station, some of whom seem only interested in their own asses, I hope that they might open up a mouth too, okay? Because like I said, in the current environment, they could be next. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. It's Friday, you bastards. I can't remember back when radio was cool. I said when I grow up, that's what I want to do. But now it's run by greedy corporate holes and suits that only care about the bottom line, not you. They are omnipotent. Just emailed me something really juicy, man. We need this on our website, Eric. Top radio and TV station contributors to the political uh, campaigns. Okay. Guess what company is number one in political contributions? Clear Channel. 2004, that means this year. Clear, Clear Channel. Channel, good guess. 318501 bucks. 20% to Democrats, 80% to Republicans. National Association of Broadcasters. 282,373, 36% Democrats, 64 Republicans. Even the Hispanic Broadcasting Group, 106,000, their third. 40% of Democrats, 60% of Republicans, almost 50 50. Now, oh, look at this. Salem Communications is number six. They've contributed almost 80 grand. Zero to Democrats, 100% to Republicans. Beasley Broadcasting is number five. Nine. Oh. Number nine. 47,750 bucks have been donated. 4% to Democrats, 96% to Republicans. 
Westwood One, which is 13th, has donated 37,595% of Democrats, only 5% of Republicans. Barack, I don't know what they are. Barack Broadcasting Corp, 27,5 all the Republicans. College Sports TV, 27,5 all the Democrats. La Grande Cadena, I don't know what that is, some spick thing, 26 grand all big the Democrats. Chain. What is it? It means big chain for what it's worth. The big chain? You have a big chain around your neck? It's a human chain. General Electric, 17,975, 67% to uh, Democrats, 33% to Republicans. And where the hell are the Cox people on here? I don't see the Cox broadcasting on here anywhere. Emmis Communications, this is the Emmis, 82% to Democrats, 18% Republicans. I don't see anything on here from um, Infinity, from um, anything that has to do with the Viacom, anything. Follow what I'm saying? We need this on our website. Beasley Broadcasting, 4% to Democrats, 96% to the Republicans out of 47750 bucks. This is the same company, by the way, that can afford to pay Boca Brian that extra 50 bucks a week for that those comedy bits that I still haven't got an answer on yet. 50 bucks a week, okay? And they just gave away 50 grand, most of it to the unctuous right wing who want to silence them and yank their license, okay? Who are yanking their chain right now as we speak. Oh, man. Clear Channel, we can understand. And even Clear Channel gave 20% least to Democrats, which isn't all that great. Beasley's 4%. Wow. It's enough to make you want to cry, ain't it? Get that yeah. on our website. Also, we got the Save Joe and Mark uh, thing on our website, too. Click on it. And if you want, just just annoy the hell out of uh, that the thing we got out of the front desk. Just give her holy hell. Leave a message for Duff Lindsay. Leave a message for Clarence Darrow, for Josh Darrow. The pro That's who you ought to be calling, Josh Darrow, the PD. Because Duff's bailing out early anyway to go on uh, a busman's holiday. He needs it. He needs a lobotomy. So call Clarence, 305-653-6796. Tell me we want Joe and Mark back on Sunday night or else. Or else we're going to, like, pee on your parade. 305-653-6796. Crimson and Clover, Joan Jett. Old Tommy James and the Shondells said, Joan Jett, got it? Got it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty makes me just want to scream, just want to go shry. When I take a look at that ninety six percent these people are giving to the Republicans, wow, what a bunch of nose pickers, man! No wonder, no wonder they spend all their time up in the tree playing a banjo. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Whole thing just makes me sick. Makes me want to puke. Yeah, before I get into that. uh I only want to be with you by the Bay City Rollers. Remember that? I don't I only remember. Only want to be with you, Dusty first. Springfield. Dusty Springfield did the original. Ah, yes. And the Bay anyway. City Rollers, excellent, good one. Thank you. I remember my formative years. Exactly. Um, this Bush administration. Uh, the uh, I'm so proud of John Kerry for not backing down on that. Right. That's Mike right. Flip. You know, I wasn't his biggest fan, although I'd vote for, you know anybody uh, against Bush, but he, I was really proud of him for not backing down on that. Well, not, not only that, but as I watch him speak the last few days, he's be, he's uh, really doing a good job. He, he looks presidential. He's not backing away from anything. He's really uh, taking the gloves off. And unlike the wimpiness that we had with Dukakis and some of those people, it's about time we had a real fighter out there. Right. I was really getting worried, though, that he was going to back down and apologize no. and all that crap, but I'm very no happy. Way. And on NPR this morning, they were talking about other mic flips. I have to listen to NPR now that Howard's gone. Mm -hmm. And um, 
They actually played that one where uh, during the campaign of 2000 where he said that Cheney, the asshole from the reporter, and yeah, they, the reporter they played from the time, asshole Jay, on said, NPR. Like, well, good for oh. them. I like it. I'm proud. Yeah. All right. Anybody with Bush, Hang in get there, out sweetheart. and vote. If you're if you're a woman, if you're a, uh, have children, if you're really? a minority, right. if you're anybody but fat, rich, and white, and male, you got to get out and vote these people out. Amen. And vote 15 or 20 or maybe... About 30, man. Times. At least. Good Thank luck, you. sweetheart. Thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. She gave me a little bit of hope, just a little glimmer there. No, I think Kerry has been uh, doing a good job uh, since you know, so he got far, it all wrapped up. I think yeah. you should say things like that, like, a whole lot more. Right, because you, you'll notice they didn't waste any time. He didn't even have the thing all wrapped up yet, but they were peeing their pants in the White House. So they started, they, you know, they floated that crap with Matt uh, Fudge and the thing about his affair with the intern, and he had the flashing lights on the website, and they're, and they're putting out all this crap because, like he said, they're a bunch of liars and crooks. That's ex What's wrong with that? Why should you apologize for telling the truth? They're a bunch of liars and crooks. Just like I'm telling you that our management at QAM is incompetent, which we've known that for a long time, there's nothing wrong with the truth. It shall set you free. And if you say too much, it'll set you free like permanent. <laughs> oh. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line WQAM. Hello. Hola. QAM. Not there. WQAM. Hello. Hey Neil, how's it going? Pretty good. I just wanted to uh, congratulate to you and Eric. I think you said his name is. For the website, I mean, there's everything on the website. Right, we got. I'd say we got about the best website in the world. I really believe that it's fabulous. I don't know about the world, but you, you, you I mean, guys uh, are very other, generous. Other than, of course, those pornographic ones, we're spending most of our time on. But other than that, no, you're very generous with your uh, content and making the bits available. I think more people should know that there's more than just the stories out there. Right. Keep going, Neil. Okay, thanks. Bye. And, and another thing, we don't charge uh, to go into our website. There's nothing on there you have to pay for. We don't charge for that because we don't have a bunch of big, fat egos. We've got a couple of big, fat people, meaning me and Eric. We don't have any big, fat egos. Oh, i got some bad news. I almost forgot about this. And the reason that I almost forgot is because CNN isn't bothering to tell us anything about it. Maybe they slipped it on there for about two seconds. A bomb blast has killed two U.S. soldiers and wounded a third on a road 70 kilometers west of Baghdad. The combat soldier's vehicle, which was serving as an escort in a convoy, struck a homemade bomb in Habania. The deaths bring the 267 number of troops reported by the Pentagon is killed since the end of major combat May 1st, and we're getting close to 600 total. Earlier, the U.S.-led coalition reported that two Iraqi women employed at a coalition laundry in the southern city of Basra had been killed by a gunman who raked their taxi with bullets. Also on Wednesday, Wednesday evening, a U.S. soldier was mortally wounded in a roadside bomb attack near the central town of Bakaba. So they're dying now, and it's not even news anymore on CNN. See laying a wreath in commemoration of those killed and injured in those terror attacks. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's the president laying a wreath. Of course, he's not visiting the uh, graves or attending the funerals of any of our soldiers whose lives are being sacrificed for fun and profit by him and his neocons, by him and his fascist regime. Not doing that. And he only originally had an hour for 9-11 commission until they held his feet to the fire and said, hey, guess what, they ain't good enough. He was busy making TV commercials for two hours, but he only had an hour to testify. Because unlike the parliaments, he was singing, I don't want to testify. I don't want to. Kind of like some of my relatives. I don't want to. Whatever the question is, I don't want to. 
21 till 2, the Mad Dog at 2. I know the Mad Dog's going to be making a strenuous defense of Joe and Mark this afternoon. He'll probably spend his entire time on it. And the Humper himself, he knows what it's like. He's been out to the woodshed very recently. He's going to race some holy hell today. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Discovered two U.S. soldiers dead. Had about a two-second blurb on there. We saw Todd Bertuzzi doing that hit in the hockey game. How many times, how many thousand times yesterday on Certainly Not News? About 30, man. And by the way, the C and Clear Channel stands for censorship. You know, I had this story on Wednesday never got around to it. It's kind of cute. Not going to happen, but it's kind of interesting. Republican Senator John McCain allowed a glimmer of hope Wednesday for Democrats fantasizing about a bipartisan team to defeat President Bush. McCain said he would consider the unorthodox step of running for vice president on the Democratic ticket in the unlikely event he received such an offer from the presidential candidate. John Kerry is a close friend of mine. He said we've been friends for years. Obviously, I would entertain the idea. But McCain emphasized how unlikely the idea was. It's impossible to imagine the Democratic Party seeking a pro-life, free-trading, non-protectionist deficit hawk. The Arizona senator told ABC's Good Morning America during an interview about the illegal steroid use. They'd have to be taking some steroids, I think, in order to let that happen. Unlike some other Republican senators, McCain hasn't rallied against Kerry, a fellow Vietnam vet. McCain called the Kerry-Bush contest the nastiest campaign so far that we've seen and said he preferred campaigning for candidates instead of against their opponents. I think that's a great idea, don't you? Sure. Let's do it. Kerry McCain. What's not to like? Here's the facts from Joe. What? Kerry Kane. Facts from Joe who says, It's an unwritten law in my home. Never listen to a clear channel station. You go, Joe. Instead of Gloves 94, I listen to Light 101.5 and Sirius Jazz 88.9. Kiss Country is always my choice for Shiite kicking music. WLRN does better than that experienced news team at the Woeful Isle of Dreams. News Radio sucks 10. As for the beat, well, I'm white, so. Be sure to check out Clear Channel's list of songs with questionable content. You won't believe what they've got on there. And he's got a website where you can check them. For your poll, he says, how about you spin me round like a record originally done by Dead or Alive, covered by Dope. The metal band, not Greg Reed. You spin me around by dope. Got it? Got it. Got it. Here's one that says, so you've already got Guns N' Roses' remake of Dylan's Knockin' on Heaven's Door, eh? But what about the even better remake of the same song by Warren Zevon last year? Oh, there's no problem with that. we got two versions of a locomotion. Warren Zevon and Knockin' on Heaven's Door. Got it? Got it. He's and... Great. Johnny Cash also did a version, which might be the best of all, he says, says the Chronic and Coco. He says Zevon was dying when he recorded it, and of course since has died, and the audience knew it too. Powerful crap. Stuff. Thanks, Chronic and Coco. Larry and Coral Springs says, called QM to complain about Joe and Mark being off the air, and he hung up on me. 
What gives? Was that Carlos the it? And the answer to your question is? Absolutely. That was it. That be it. How do you like that? Well, I'll give you a better idea because I don't think Clarence is going to hang up on you. And you can also fax him. You can send our program director a fax and you will not be uh, disconnected or hung up on. 305-770-1456. If you don't get these numbers from me, you'll get them. It's on our website on that Save Joe and Mark thing. 305-770-1456. Or you can call Clarence, our PD, our illustrious little PD, and say, hey, in between sports, maybe do something constructive and go there and pee under Greg's door. And yes, I'm going to put some pictures on the website of uh, me posing with a naked donkey. Like I said, it'll be on George's personal website. 305-653-6796 is the number for uh, the, uh, that's the general number. You can ask for uh, Josh Darrow, our program director. And if, if, if the, I want to get any reports, if the it gives you any trouble, hangs up on you, I want to know because you know something? There's somebody who deserves to get canned right there, that thing, that ting. So many people, including many, many people who don't even work at the station, but just people who had to come into the building to pick something up or deliver something, over the last few years have commented, and what kind of a creature is that you have sitting there to greet and meet people when they come into your uh, place of uh, employment? And, of course, the only answer we could give you would... <coughs> embarrassing. That's the only word I can use. Embarrassing. Conservative group loses bid to join Broward's suit over gay marriage. A Broward judge yesterday denied a petition from a religious legal organization to win a lawsuit over gay marriage. The Liberty Council, which advocates conservative Christian values had requested to be a party in a lawsuit against Broward County Clerk and Courts seeking the right of gay couples to marry. Liberty Council opposes gay marriage and wanted to represent churches. Broward Circuit Judge Richard E. denied the request to limit the suit to those who have a direct interest in the case. Clerk of Courts Howard Foreman is the defendant in the case. Gay couple James Stewart, 61, loved him in the rear window. And Wayne Clark, oh, I shouldn't have said that. And Wayne Clark, 54, of Dania Beach, are challenging the state's ban on gay marriage. And partners gain right to benefits in Tampa. Oh, my God. Gay and other unmarried partners of city employees will be allowed municipal health benefits under an order signed yesterday by Tampa Mayor Pam Iorio. Fulfilling a campaign pledge from a year ago, Iorio made the move effective January 1, 2005, after the city's benefits enrollment period in October. It's a progressive step, she said. It acknowledges not all employees are married, but they're in committed relationships. Some public officials and community leaders welcome the move. Fantastic, said Nadine Smith, director of Equality Florida, a Tampa-based gay rights group. The mayor has had a long-standing commitment to equality. How do you like that? A lot. And that's a real Yahoo. Well, do I have to say it's a real Yahoo place? No. No, we know. So little tiny baby steps. There you go. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. It's still flashing green and black. It's a beautiful thing. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. I wanted to suggest uh, my way for the poll uh, by the Sex Pistols. By the Sex Pistols? Yes. Okay, thanks. I have a mouthful of carrot. <laughs> that sounds like Okay, thanks, Molly. Okay. Say hi to your horse. Sex Pistols, my way. Who else did my way that uh, after Frank Sinatra that ripped it off? I mean, that, uh, who was the other one? I don't know. I oh, come on. Know. Well, that's good enough. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, whatever happened to that wonderful Isle of Dreams? I saw the uh, the tower was up, the radio tower, then their tower was down. WIOD. Oh, I hate that station. Yeah. Well, that that you know the original spot. I they had the big tower with the wires on it, and then yeah. it was gone for a couple of months. Mm -hmm. And then they had another tower up there. Well, the rumor I'm hearing is that they're going to go off the air uh, on Monday. They'll be off the air. Haven't you heard that? All the time. 
That's the rumor I'm starting. I mean, I'm hearing that WYD will be off the air on Monday. And I think the other cheap channel stations, too, but to save money, they will continue selling advertising, but they're going to be shutting their transmitters off for several months in order to conserve on juice. That's the new slogan at Cheap Channel, Save the Juice. Birds of a feather, do it together. 151 at 560 QAM. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. I almost forgot the Ted Rawl column. You forgot to remind me. Hey, don't forget that Ted Rawl column. Ted Rawl, Great. first they came for the shock jocks, the censoring of Howard Stern. He writes... During the 50s, actors and screenwriters sympathetic to progressive and radical causes found it nearly impossible to get work. Though they couldn't prove it, blackballed Hollywood talent knew why their telephones had stopped ringing. Somewhere behind the scenes, someone powerful, someone who believed that America was composed only of two kinds of people, communist and right-thinking souls like themselves, was working to silence them. We tell our kids that America learned from McCarthyism, but a new version of the Red Scare is being born in this new century. Power brokers connected to what Hillary Clinton clumsily called the vast right-wing conspiracy, the Bush-Cheney's neoconservative war profiteers, the Christian right and their media allies at Fox News and Clear Channel, operate out in the open. Their goal, to crush personalities whose influence and eloquence threatens their plan to recast the U.S. in their white, heterosexual, pro-business image. Ironically, two of the hard right's recent high-profile speech martyrs, Bill Maher and Howard Stern, are libertarians, a group whose distrust of big government traditionally prompts them to vote Republican. ABC, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, a major political contributor to Bush's 2000 presidential campaign and other Republicans, canceled Maher's politically incorrect TV show after 9-11. Now over on AM radio, the Bush-controlled FCC has targeted Howard Stern for trumped-up decency violations. In a classic tag-team move, Clear Channel Communications, the thousand-station-plus behemoth so closely allied with the White House that it organized pro-Bush rallies for America during the run-up to the invasion of Iraq, declared Stern in violation of a brand-new zero-tolerance policy for on-air indecency. Clear Channel drew a line in the sand today with regard to protecting our listeners from indecent content, and Howard Stern's show blew right through it, Clear Channel President John Hogan said, before dropping Stern's popular syndicated program. Clear Channel is willing to lose money to promote its political agenda from its stations. Citing three separate FCC sources, Stern says he expects to be hit by a huge fine and fired. It's over for me for a broadcaster, he said last week. I'm checkmated. All they got to do is find infinity and we're gone. And there's nothing we can do about it. On March 5th, he added, I'm guessing that sometime next week will be my last show on this station. There's a cultural war going on. The religious right is winning. We're losing. If Clear Channel truly had a true zero tolerance policy on decency, Stern points out, it wouldn't have hired foul-mouthed right-wing Republican Michael Savage as its KPRC-AM host in Houston. Savage they infamously shouted that homosexuals should get AIDS and die on MSNBC. The real reason he's being attacked, Stern says, is that he dared to criticize George W. Bush. If you don't think uh, me uh, going after Bush got me thrown off those stations, you got another thing coming, says uh, Howard. My days here are numbered because I dare to speak out against the Bush administration and say that the religious agenda of George W. Bush concerning stem cell research and gay and what he's doing with the FCC is pushing his religious agenda. And also the fact that the guy takes more vacation time than any president ever. I don't think we can stop it short of me calling up the president and saying, look, man, I'm going to support you, so don't do this. The new McCarthyism doesn't always flow from the top down. The New York Times, which has published my editorial cartoons for 13 years through three presidents, suddenly ex excised from its uh, website on March 1st, leaving a Soviet-style hole on its comics page in an Orwellian twist that even deleted the archives. After two years of monitoring cartoons by Ted Rawl, we decided that while he often does good work, we found some of his humor was not in keeping with the tone we try to set for NewYorkTimes.com, stammered a Time digital spokesperson to editor and publisher magazine when anti-censorship complaints began coming in. We recognize an obligation to assure our users what we publish, that what we publish doesn't offend the reasonable sensibilities of our audience. To his credit, the paper's ombudsman wrote that he disagreed with the decision. 
Those reasonable sensibilities, the Times Insider tells me, have less to do with the tone than political content. As the most liberal cartoonist in a group of ten, my work drew a disproportionate number of emails from annoyed Republicans, adding to an already short-staffed department's workload. It wasn't tone. Times Digital were sick of the hassle, my source says. They kept other cartoons that were far more objectionable. Cowardice meet laziness. Time Magazine was so afraid of the possibility of right-wing hate mail that it stopped running any political cartoons after 9-11. The Internet's become the tool of choice for the previously powerless email forwarding, hyperlinks, and blogs, a genre dominated by right-wingers, allows anyone with a used gateway computer and a dial-up connection to rally hundreds of like-minded individuals to point and click, instantly firing off fiery letters to the bosses of radio talk show hosts, cartoonists, and columnists to offend their sensibilities. Here's the feedback form for Yahoo's Opinion Syndicate, a blog called The Agitator suggests, write and tell them it's time to drop Ted Rawls' column. No paper should ever run raw again, howls Andrew Sullivan, a Time Magazine columnist who also writes the country's most prominent extreme right blog. I urge all of our readers to write the New York Times, urges another hate site. Here's their contact page I wrote to the publisher this morning. A few liberals try to censor conservatives, but most opponents of the First Amendment reside on the right. Unlike congressional staffers accused, uh, rather accustomed to the phenomenon of mass letter-writing campaigns, aging editors at old-school print outlets like the Times don't comprehend that they're being fooled and manipulated by fringe interest groups, most of whose members don't even buy their newspaper, into believing that these orchestrated correspondence campaigns reflect genuine reader outrage, and so the bullies get their way. The right is running scared. Their wars and economic schemes are revealed to be as fraudulent as their fake president, whose poll numbers are plummeting as he turns to face uncharacteristically unified Democrats. Because they have no record worth defending and no ideas anyone will believe, the new McCarthyites have only one line of defense left, censoring their opponents. The question this time is, will anyone stand up for free speech? No. Says Ted Rawl. Why, well, I just got that in. Will yes. anyone stand up? How about those 22 uh, members of Congress yesterday uh, against 391 who stood up for free speech? 22, 391 to 22. We haven't got a Chinaman's chance in purgatory, baby. We haven't got a Chinaman's chance in hell. So I'll see you at the border, eh? Bye, bye, bye! The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This station stands for caca.